What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Mason Boyd, joined by Glenn Enos Jr. And Mr. Willy Wonka himself, Matthew Souza. Yo, yo, yo! I am not Willy Wonka right now. <laughs> yeah, not yet. When, when are you going to be Willy Wonka? I'm going to be Willy Wonka when Mason Boyd has the Rager of the Century Halloween party, October 27th. Be there or be square. Actually, don't come, please. I We already got too many people here, so... That's all right. You, you know it's going to be a Rager because his parents are throwing it rather than a typical Mason party. Oh, yeah. all right. Okay. There's going to be decorations out the ass, food, like innovative food ideas, all in the Halloween spirit. It's going to be crazy. Yes. And it's gonna. It's not gonna be sanctioned by parents. They're gonna be the ones drunk first. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be fucking nuts. All right, guys. So uh, I think let's not talk about my Halloween party anymore. Let's talk about football. Football. Wait, uh, wait. This is a podcast about football. I think so. Fuck. Yeah, I know. We have to start over. I know. We I fucked thought up. this was hockey. Well, let's not get too carried away here. We're gonna do a week. Three recap. Uh, that we, means week three is over. Yeah, week of hockey. Glenn. No, hockey hasn't even started yet. Shit. So I'm, it's gonna start next week though. All right. Yeah, oh baby. God. Can't wait to not watch. <laughs> Same. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, so this week was a bit unconventional for all of us because this is the first week in a long time that we all didn't watch football together. Yeah, it was very sad, but due to circumstances and. You know, everything our, going on. And we have lives outside of football, believe it or not. Well, not much of one, but well, I, I don't think I do. I was gonna say, speak for yourself. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, nope. you got stuff to do. I had something to do. Yeah, but You're it was college. Something. That's not really life. I guess it kind of is, but uh, no. I don't know. Right. But let's talk about something that happened last week. The fucking Browns. <laughs> the Browns, dude. First game we're looking at is uh. The Browns. The Browns versus the New York Jets. The Browns won. You know? A game. I said it was going to happen this year, but I picked the Jets anyway. I didn't. Because you're a fucking idiot. Your I didn't boy, believe him. Your boy believed in Believe this week. Yeah, did you believe Tyron would get knocked out in the first think. half and then freaking Mayfield would come in to win the game? Okay, no. let's be honest. Baker Mayfield probably should have come in a long time ago. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Baker Mayfield should have been in a long time ago because... Like we talked about, or I've talked about in the past, Tyrod Taylor is a guy who is specifically a game manager. He's not going to wow you in any way whatsoever. He's average at best. And he was way too conservative for this offense. And uh, The Browns look lifeless with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. He was missing people. You could deep. call it a blessing in disguise, him getting knocked out of the game, because then we saw... The Baker Mayfield show. The cloud was so alive when he was in there, completing passes, first down after first down. Yeah, he rose to the occasion. Uh, the hype was real for Baker Mayfield, and he lived up to every second of it. He led the Je- uh, I'm sorry, the Browns to a comeback win over the Jets on Thursday night for their first win since Barack Obama was president. Wow, wow, that's ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> and. Uh. In front of their home, their home field, their home yeah. crowd. It was a beautiful moment. People were crying, yeah. hugging, getting naked. I think there was having some people sex. having sex right there. Yeah. Those coolers opened up in the bars. That little were like girls locked. throwing off their tops. Little girls? Little girls? Yeah. Big uh, girls, little girls, skinny girls, fat girls. Yeah. All, all of them. So, all of Cleveland. So Tyrod so Taylor threw almost half a game, completed four passes for 19 yards. 
So he is now the backup moving forward. The, the yeah. news already broke. So here we go, Browns. Show us what you got. Let's go. Because we, we already know what Carlos Hyde's got. 23 for 98 and two touchdowns. That's what you've been waiting for from this guy who's been getting a lot of work. It finally paid off. Jarvis Landry doing Jarvis Landry things. Baker Mayfield knows where to find him. So he should be great. It's going to be exciting to go forward and see how the Browns work out. I think Carlos Hyde will continue to stay the solid RB2 with RB1 upside. I think Baker Mayfield will be able to just... Obviously, he was great last week. Do I think he continue to stay great? We'll have to wait and see. But for the fantasy spot of it, Jarvis Landry is going to be Jarvis Landry. Catching balls. Hopefully getting in the end zones. what you like to see. Um, but the Browns offense is going to be something special. Um, the other guy, Antonio um, Callaway, Callaway yep. showed glimpses that he is something special. The yep. Browns' future is bright. For this season, we're going to have to see how it pans out. But um, on the Jets' side... I You're mean, a rookie of the year. Yeah, he's disappointing me. He's letting me down. Not, he look, look, not looking so hot. He looked good. And we, he looked like Jesus himself in week one against uh, your Lions. Yeah, but um, we won rust, we won gas. Let you say what you want. These past two weeks, he's not looking all that good. Hopefully, I think he figures it out. But um, Isaiah Crowell finds the end zone twice. I think that backfield between Crowell and Powell. I mean, I'd start Powell every time. See, yeah, but mean, it's gonna be one of those things where Powell, you'd start. Powell had less carries and more than double the yardage. Yeah, but and the, then Crowell the gets. Yeah, but... Them big TDs I'm in not your gonna, face. I'm not going to rely on Crowell to get two touchdowns, and if he doesn't, which is very possible, he's going to get me three points. Powell will catch the ball, too, when the Jets are down. He's just a safer play. It's a, it's a tricky situation yeah, for the Jets. Powell's play. definitely the player of the two that has the higher bait, uh, floor than, uh, Crowell. than Crowell. I mean, but if you're talking ceiling-wise, I think Glenn's right, because... Yeah, Crowell, the TDs. Yeah, Crowell's definitely going to be the guy who uh, I think consistently will get... Uh, We'll get goal-to-go carries. Ginormous TDs <laughs> for Isaiah Crowell in I his mean, face. Yeah, no passing <laughs> no passing TDs for Sam Darnold. Yeah, um, not really much to talk about on, on, that side of, on yeah. the receiving side of the ball right there. But. No, leading receiver again, Quincy Anunua. It looks like that's Darnold's favorite target. Uh, Robbie Anderson got hurt. I don't know, he broke his nose or something in the middle of the is game. Is that what happened? He was bleeding, but he came back because... Uh, Robbie Anderson is tough. These football players, they're tough. He's tough. Gotta Big tough paid. guy. Gotta get paid. Big tough guy. But, um, yeah, Browns over the Jets. We're going to see what happens. Uh, so that was Thursday night, but we move on to Sunday. Move on real quick. Our picks. Uh, oh, yeah. Glenn, Glenn and Susan both took the Jets. And Fuck. me and, if you remember, Zach was on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that idiot. Me and him both took Cleveland. Freaking idiot. So we take the dub. Right. Take these L's, Susan Glenn. Yeah, right, good yeah, for you yeah. and Zach. You know, you <laughs> believed in Cleveland. Uh, Next up on the pallet. Pallet? No, plate? Uh, Whatever. Slate. Slate. There we go. Stove. Stove. Stove top. We got the Saints and the Falcons. Wow. In a fucking fantasy dream of a game. Uh, I want to yeah. say that's 80 points combined, 43 plus 37. Am I correct? Yep, in five quarters. It was everything you wanted from a fantasy game. Oh, my Extra God. time, points on the board. Matt Ryan, five touchdowns through the air, 375 yards, 74 yards passing. No rushing game, surprisingly. First of all, five touchdowns, three of those touchdowns going to Calvin Ridley, the rookie, from Alabama. Did I did I say it yet? Welcome to the NFL, Calvin Ridley? No, but welcome to the NFL, Calvin Ridley. Welcome. Seven receptions, 146 yards, three TDs. 
on a Sunday against the Saints. How do you feel about three TDs? I mean, that's you know, I'm 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 a two TD guy, but three TDs is that's that's some big TDs, that, baby. That's that's something special. Okay, okay. Suck on these TDs. Uh, Julio Jones. I'm sorry. Suck on these TDs. Who you know, like, you like touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm, what you think I'm being vulgar? Um, this is a family podcast. Ah, shit. So why don't you shut the fuck up ah, and let me speak? Uh, Julio Jones, five receptions, ninety-six yards. Doesn't find the end zone. But do you really expect Julio Jones to find the end zone? No, Julio <laughs> no. Jones is the wide receiver two on this team. He, uh, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but Julio Jones, not a TD guy. He's more of a buck guy. <laughs> um, I like it. Yeah. So Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Uh, right now, Ridley is emerging as um, obviously a red zone target for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, these past two weeks, playing like an MVP. Running game wasn't there. Coleman only gets 15 carries for 33 yards. Yeah, the heck Freeman there? is uh, rumored to possibly be back maybe this week. Womp womp. Maybe next week. So we could see Coleman and that workload getting reduced a little bit. On the Saints side of the ball, guys, I don't know if you heard, but Drew Brees, this guy's good. Drew Brees is yeah, good. Yeah, you think he's good. He's good. This guy is not all, all right. So you want to talk about a guy like TDs. This guy, Drew Brees, throws for 396 yards, three TDs passing. He says, you know what? I'm looking at these guys like Russell Wilson, like fucking Cam Newton, all these, you know, young mobile quarterbacks. He like, says... He's like, I can run. Yeah, you can know, run fast. He's like, he's like, I'm old, but guys, I got wheels. Two. Two rushing scores. Two. You know what else you know what we got Brees. two of? Dogs. Who don't know when to shut the fuck up. Tell them, Mason. I like those dogs. Yeah, so do I. But they piss me off. Yeah, I know. Two rushing touchdowns from Drew Brees. He wanted to do it himself. He was... He was in the sauce. And, uh, oh, yeah. He put some dudes in the sauce with that spin move. He dove headfirst into two big TDs. It was good. Oh, yeah. After one down week from Alan Kamara, we, we heard, heard our podcast where we said, oh, well, here it is, dude. Here's him not what we thought. Did you say that? I mean, we kind of insinuated that. In Who, wait, podcast. who's we? All of us. What are you talking about? Did we say that? Because I don't remember saying that. Mason and I spaced out. I said, wow, great. Okay, Willy Wonka. I'm sorry. I was yeah, looking thanks. at the stats again. Thanks, Willy. He's talking about Alvin Kamara falling off this cliff that you want him to fall whoa, off. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, I did yeah. not say he fell off a cliff. Holy fuck. He had a game last week where he got 14 points. Which, which is fucking bad? No. I said it was... You. I remember saying it's bad for Alvin Kamara standards. Yeah. Okay. But still pretty damn good. So we thought maybe, you know, that'll be him going down to, like you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Water seeking its level. Yeah, no. You know? No. But Alvin Kamara listened to our podcast, and he said, Hey, Mason, go fuck yourself, because he carried 16 times for 66 yards. Yeah. And he also had 15 receptions for 124 yards. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, he's watching Michael Thomas catch all these passes. Yeah. He's like, I can do that. He's like, you know what, Michael, you're pretty selfish on this team. I want to catch some passes, too. And this week he did. He actually beat Michael Thomas in reception, 15 to 10. So, Michael Thomas, who's laughing now, bitch? Alvin Kamara. Thomas had the yards, though. More yards. Um, no TDs, though. No TDs. Alvin Kamara didn't get any TDs either. No, but he no. touched the ball 31 times. That's, that's what happened. And the biggest thing is that Kamara got 16 carries. I don't think that's happened in a while. I don't know if it even mm. happened last year. Even mm. with Ingram out, he's been getting like 8 to 10 carries. He got 16 this week. That's what you want to see. But... Over the horizon, over the hill, I see, I see a peeking head of Mark Ingram, 
who's only one suspended game away from being back in business. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. But, no, Kamara's a stud either way. Yeah, Thomas is great. He has, like, a million receptions right now through three games. I think we're what? We're sitting at 38, right? I don't, I don't know. He had 16 week one, and then week two he had 12, which is 28, and then he had 10. So, yeah, we're at 38 yeah, receptions. He's on pace to shatter uh, Marvin Harrison's record for receptions in a single season, but it's still early. So, Drew Brees said, Kamara Thomas, you guys get the yards. Ginn, Line, Meredith, you guys get the touchdowns. Yeah. That's, they didn't do much, but they scored. Look at that. Yeah, and, that, and that's it. And, you know, the Saints offense, we, we thought this from the beginning of the year, they're going to get explosive. They were explosive in this 43-37 to overtime win. And uh, who we pick, Mason? All right, so we all Survey picked New says. Orleans. We all picked New Orleans except Zach. <laughs> so Zach took the L. All right, next we got San Francisco versus Kansas City. Uh Obviously, the big story out of this one being that Jimmy Garoppolo done for the year after tearing his ACL. Yeah. Ooh, rip, rip in peace, peace, Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow, that was good, guys. Nice. That was, um, good. That was good timing. Um, you hate to see it. Uh, honestly. We, we root for Jimmy. I wanted him gangster. to be so good. Jimmy Gangster season cut short. Um, and you got to wonder how it's going to affect other guys on this team, like a Marquise Goodwin who just returned this week. Marquise grabbed Goodwin. The, grabbed the touchdown. George Godwin. Kittle. Yeah, Kittle, Godwin. Um, um in the running game, too. Wait, how is going to affect the running game? Goodwin? Godwin's on uh, oh, Godwin's Tampa, Bay. Tampa Bay. I don't know what the fuck. You can't have Goodwin and Godwin yeah. on the same team. There's only... You know what? You guys are right, honestly. Yeah. Who the fuck am I? Where am I right now? As far as the running game goes, again, uh, Matt Breida, 10 yards, but... I mean, I'm sorry. 10 rushes, but 90 yards. Uh, he left some time during this game for an injury. Did return, though. Alfred Morris gets 14 carries for 67 yards and a touchdown. The backfield now... I mean, it looks like they're just splitting time. With Jimmy Garoppolo out, you're going to see how this backfield can handle with uh, C.J. Beathard at the helm. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't feel good about San Francisco running backs, especially C. now. C.J. Beathard. Is that the grossest name for a backup quarterback in the NFL? Mm, maybe. That one's pretty bad. C.J. Beathard? C.J. Beathard just sounds so gross. What does it sound like? It sounds like... Maybe we'll get him on the show. Sounds like old, old pickles, like yeah, under dude. the couch. Ugh. You step on him, forget Gross. the under the couch. Yeah, hey, you know, ever eat a sandwich with pickle falls out, goes underneath the couch. I don't like pickles. Bethard. Okay. So you heard it here first. His last name is the sound that it makes when your foot walks on a yeah pickles under, pickle the couch. under the couch. Walking yeah. on pickles under under the couch. Yeah. Yes. Don't tell me. Aka. I've never walked Bethard. on anything. Like if there was a comic out. panel, you had to make a, like put a sound like bam or something. It'd be Bethard. Bethard, okay. <laughs> I, I don't think it's it's uh what's that called? Onomatopoeia? Yes. Yeah, it's not that. No, well. Um right. on Kansas City side. Damn. Guys, I don't think Patrick Mahomes can do any wrong. You see, the thing is Pat Mahomes has just got these stones hanging from his body. Right now. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is on another fucking planet. 13 touchdowns in three games, no interceptions, and he is looking like Jesus himself in a football home. A man amongst boys. Wait a minute. Do you think he has my missing testicle? Definitely not. No, is yeah, it, that's what it, he did. No. He, no, listen, he had normal stones. And then one day he was meditating or something. He was reaching his inner self. And Sousa, he's, he witnessed Sousa's te- lone testicle flying by. In the ether. In the ether. And then he just grabbed it, absorbed it into his being, and here we are today. 
No, see, he has at least three testicles worth. Yeah, see, but I don't think that's the case. I think his testicles are too big to even want to consider your testicle flying through a thing. Like, this guy's got stone, Souza. No, yeah, or maybe he wasn't even looking for it. It was just, like, you know how, like, it, it was just, like, attracted because his balls are so massive? Like a fucking planet. Yeah, like a planet. Oh, yeah, like the gravity goes Like the around. gravity just, like, brought Souza's testicle in. Or this large... This large being is feasts on the on the lost testicles of the universe. Uh, guys, uh, we, 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 we've spent yeah. a solid two yeah. minutes talking about football, Patrick Mobe's testicles. Footballs and testicles. That's what we talk about on this podcast. <laughs> that's the episode today. Um, yeah. Can, Can that I, be the title? Can you title it that? No. Football and testicles. Fo- <laughs> footballs and testicles. Footballs and balls. No, Patrick Mahomes a stud. Kareem Hunt. If you've been waiting for Kareem Hunt to do you something good, he did something good this week. Even with Patty Mahomes getting three touchdowns, 300 yards, Kareem Hunt gets two goal line carries, finds the end zone twice. There you go. A pair of TDs in his face. And um, 18 rushes, 44 yards. You're not thrilled about it. I'm I'm nervous about Kareem Hunt. I am not. 18 carries, that's good. 44 yards, not good. Imagine he didn't get the touchdowns. Yeah, but the thing is, he and, did get the touchdown. But he's not in the passing game. He has zero receptions. That was This week he wasn't. Last week he caught a receiving touchdown. He hasn't had many receptions. Well, I think total, I think it's the biggest problem is like Glenn said with his team is like it's just a lot of mouths. There's to feed. too many. The thing is, there's too many weapons for fantasy success. But I feel good about Kareem Hunt because the thing is, this offense sets up Kareem Hunt to get those TDs, to get a pair of TDs in his face because we get we get on the goal line. The Chiefs' offense has been unstoppable. They're always having a chance to score. Kareem Hunt's going to get goal line carries. If they can get, you know, first and goal, second and goal, they're going to give the ball to Kareem Hunt. If they don't, he's going to get at least opportunities rather yeah. than a guy who's on, like, you can figure like an Isaiah Crowell, you know, who doesn't get, you know, the chance to be at the goal line all the time. Sure. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing you have to realize, too, is I'd, I'd be willing to wager that a lot of Kansas City's touchdowns in, the like, the first three weeks of the season have been from... Like either like on the ten yard line, you know what I'm saying? Like there, I bet like their average range yeah. for like a touchdown is is like a good amount because at least the first two weeks. I mean, I can't really attest to this week. I didn't watch much football, but um, the first two weeks, I would say like the majority of their touchdowns were either like long, like from from the twenty five yard line in. They were from like that twenty five to ten range. For the most part, like Tyreek uh, Hill is Hill has had. Uh, Caught a few bombs. Um, both of Kelsey's touchdowns last the week before yeah. were from like the twenty-five yards. yard line. But, Even um, Kareem Hunt's receiving touchdown was yeah, it was a was, it was a catch like a run. decent amount. Yeah, his two walk-in touchdowns this week were literally first and goal. Give the ball to Kareem Hunt, walked it in. So yeah, I think I just think it's more the fact that their offense has been so good. They haven't had like an explosive that they haven't had like a lot of opportunities to get that close to the goal line yeah. because they just punch the ball in every time they're within the twenty-five. Or they do an end around with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, That's you, true. You don't know, but the thing is, we we keep saying as long as Patrick Mahomes plays like this, Kansas City's you know wide receivers and tight end. It's going to be, you know, this guy one week, this guy another week. This guy yeah. one week, this guy another week. Yeah, because, I mean, even if you even if you look at Tyreek Hill this week, he only had two receptions, 51 yards. He should have had a touchdown pass that was underthrown by Patty Mahomes. Uh, Richard Sherman made a good defensive play on it, but Dang. Tyreek Hill had Sherman beat by at least two or three steps. Mahomes underthrew it. Could have been a, a big 50, 60-yard touchdown play, but it wasn't. Mahomes, you know, was going to get better, make that throw. Yeah, but, um, you definitely want a piece on this offense. Yeah, if you can, that's it. But the Chiefs beat up on the 49ers, 38-27. Mason, who did we pick? Uh, we all picked, uh, no, yeah, we all picked Kansas City except Sousa. Hmm. 
Sousa picks San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So Sousa. Sorry, I didn't know he was going to get hurt. Takes Garoppolo. the L. Takes the, the L. L. All right, next up, we have Oakland versus Miami. And, uh, Wait, real- who? Oakland and Miami? Oakland. Oh, oh, um, um. You may have heard of this team. They're called, uh, the Raiders. And they traveled to Miami to play the Dolphins. It's hot over there. It is hot. Um, you know, it wasn't hot. Or what isn't hot is the Raiders' record right now because they're 0-3. Yeah, but you know what was hot for a good five minutes was Jordy Nelson. This yeah. and Jordy Nelson for a second. Jordy Nelson woke up from the dead for about a good five <laughs> minutes, caught six passes, 173 yards, and a touchdown. This was like the first five minutes of the game, and then the rest of the game doesn't do shit. Wow. I mean, if you, I you started for one second, yeah, if you started Jordy Nelson, good for you, but can you really expect this coming? No, no. absolutely not. No, you can't. Um, Marshawn Lynch again finds the end zone. 1964. Damn. He gets 19 carries. You like to see it. But he gets a touchdown. He gets a TD. Marshawn Lynch, a big TD guy. Huge TD guy. Huge TD, TD guy. guy. Yep. Never leaves a week without. Fucking Skittles and TDs. That's all he cares about. Um, yeah, you Derek Carr, stuff. one touchdown pass to Jordy Nelson. Other than that, couldn't get much going. Two which picks. is gonna, Yeah, it's going to reflect on the wide receiving core. Amari Cooper. God. Two receptions, 17 yards. So, real quick, something I uh, think we might need to look for going forward. Uh, I saw this on uh, Reddit this week in a, in a news article. Apparently, the number one corner for the Dolphins, I don't remember his name, um, but he is allowing right now on target. I think he's been targeted like before last week's game against the Raiders. He's been targeted like 20 times, and there's only two receptions. And QBs, when they throw to, to his side of the field, have a 23 QBR. Hmm. So what you're saying is this cornerback that room. Remain nameless for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Keep a secret identity. He's good. He's good. He's good. And so that, you, that could be a testament to why the Dolphins are 3-0. Yeah, so, I mean, something to look for, uh, obviously, in the future. But if you have a, a number one wide receiver going up to the Dolphins' defense, maybe reconsider the matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, unless, I mean, obviously, like, it was a stud like Julio or whatever. But, I mean, like. Mm. Can we it, talk about Mario Cooper, though, quick? I don't Do want, want to. Like We need to because people are going to always want to start him. I don't want to talk about him. People are driving the third or fourth round. But He's good. Cooper, He's good was, Cooper was covered by that guy, though. I don't want to talk about him. In the last week game of over 100 yards, people that like, gives him, like we always say, gives you enough to want to start him. What are you going to do? You want to start sit him every week? Is that, is, that the, is that the way to go? I don't, I don't want to start him. I don't, I don't even want to think about him. What are we, what are we doing? Let's move on to the Dolphins. <laughs> That's great fantasy. Like, I, I don't even want to talk about Amari Cooper. The thing is, if you have the chance to have Amari Cooper on your team, I feel sorry for you because you don't know what you're getting every week. Yeah, I picked up John Brown from the Ravens, and it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah, and you started him, right? Yep. Over, Over Cooper. Cooper, right? Yep. Well, good for you, Mason. That's probably <laughs> the best fantasy thing you've ever done in your whole life. It probably is. But, I mean, I don't know what to do. If you are if you have Amari Cooper, it's like playing yeah. with fire. And you can't trade him. Because you don't, he, you he don't know the, if you're going to get burned yeah, or not. He has the upside and the talent to get. That's what's frustrating about him, too, is because you've, you've seen, we've seen the talent before. It's there. Yeah. It's just the fact that, for whatever reason, he can't string it together consistently. Sucks. Whether it be Derek Carr Sucks. or his own effort or the Sucks. fact that he dropped. Last year, he had a, a lot of drops. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is, he, he just can't seem to string it together. Done. Done talking about Amari Cooper. Let's talk about Ryan Tannehill because this guy's 3-0 and Amari Cooper's not. 17-23, 
for 289 yards and three TDs. That is good. Do we believe in Ryan Tannehill? No. Okay, next guy. <laughs> Frank Gore goes 6-12. Kenyon Drake goes 5-3. of three. Oh, God. I threw up 5 of up. 3. Ew. More attempts than rushing yards. Kenyon Drake, a guy <laughs> who most teams have either as you know one of their starter running backs. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill had a better day rushing than both the running starting yeah. running backs. But I this, mean, but they won. You know what? Was, what happened? But what did they even? I don't even think they they like why they ran they run the ball from both running backs less than fifteen times. It, it doesn't look good for Kenyon you know, Drake. What but I, I mean, what? Plus, have, it's like how can you? I mean, the Raiders have one of the worst fronts in football. How do you not? There was a lot of... I'll tell you how. When you're throwing bombs to Kenny Stills, three receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown. There was a lot of fluky stuff here. Like, Albert Wilson got a, one of those dinky uh, Pat Mahomes, Eagles shit where they just tap the ball forward on the end around as a pass. He, a, I took that 70 yards to a touchdown. That happened um, for, uh, what's his name? Grant. Yeah. He only had two receptions, 70 yards. You know, kind of fluky big plays that made this game out of hand for the Raiders and gave Tannehill a big, bigger day, but... You can't expect that every week. That's probably why the rushing game wasn't really there. But do you trust uh, Dolphins' offense? No. Um, no. 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 It's just me. I, listen. I feel like the Dolphins have done this before. They did it a few years ago. Uh, last year they didn't because Tannehill was hurt. Mm. Um, but I think it was two seasons before. The Dolphins will do this. Well, they'll string together a, like a good amount of games where they look like a functional team, like the Broncos. Yeah. But I just Ryan Tannehill is not an elite quarterback, mm. and he's not he's never gonna be that. Mm. He might have weeks like this week where he gets you he'll give you he has the potential to give you a good fantasy week. Mm. This is the difference between like a good fantasy quarterback and an actual good quarterback. Tannehill is like a good like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. Which I will say more about after. Yeah, oh, uh, but. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Tanne- Tannehill is one of those guys who can put up good numbers in fantasy, but eyeball test in real life, you're like, man, this guy fucking sucks. Yeah. Segway to Kirk Cousins, actually. Well, our picks. Oh, yeah. Uh, we all took Oakland, except Souza, who took Miami. Good for you. Congratulations, hey. Souza. We all take the L, yep. except you. Yep, that's right. Good job. But now, Buffalo, yeah. Minnesota, probably the most surprising game of the Segu- week. Like I said, segue to Kirk Cousins, because, uh, Mason, what the fuck happened with Kirk Cousins? I don't know, man. Uh, all I remember is I was doing my senior design project with my group, and I kept looking at my <laughs> my fantasy app, and the points just kept going down, and I was like, what, what? the fuck's happening? I'll tell you he what had, happens. He had negative three points going into the second half. Yeah. Holy going into the fourth shit. quarter. Like, what, how, how... I just don't... All right, look. Kirk Cousins. How do you go from playing... The Green Bay Packers in week two. And who are they playing week one? They played a team that wasn't a slouch. Was it the Panthers? No. Nope. Cowboys play the Panthers week one. Shit. What do we know? Uh, what do right who now? gives a fuck? All I know is Kirk Cousins went 40 of 55 attempts. 40 completions. Oh, they played, they played 40 San Francisco. Completions. That's right. 296 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and two fumbles. That's against the Bills, the yeah. 0-2 Bills. Everybody, not, not people know me, okay? I don't think Kirk Cousins is all that great. I think he's a great fantasy quarterback. As a regular quarterback, I don't think he's that good. I think he is overrated. Everybody blowing up my phone these past two weeks. Oh, you think Kirk Cousins may drop that diamond? <laughs> Dude, they tied with Green Bay. You believe that? I didn't think Kirk Cousins tied with Green Bay. That's nuts. He's the man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Kirk Cousins just lost. To the Bills. Through 40 completions. 
and only scored six points. Yeah, I don't even know how it's possible. Six fucking points out of a people believe a Super Bowl team, the Minnesota Vikings, at home lost to the 0-2 Buffalo Bills, led by Josh Allen, who let's talk about for a second, went 15-22, 196 yards, a passing touchdown, and two rushing touchdowns. Whoa. Where'd that come from? This came from his fucking nuts. Because Josh Allen just outplayed Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings defense, don't know where you were at. Yeah. But, I mean, from a fantasy standpoint, Josh Allen gets his first start officially. He does this against Minnesota Vikings. I mean, we're going to have to see more of what he can do in the future. Yeah, but is- he could be, a, 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 you know, I'm not going to say a rising superstar, but a name to look at. In the league, if he can do this against the Minnesota Vikings D in Minnesota, why not against anybody else? This is a very strange game. 15 completions, less than 200 yards. The receiving yeah. wasn't there. There's three receptions, the highest for one play, which was Chris Ivory yep. and Benjamin and Holmes. But it was it, just it was just all Bills this game. I think it was See, all it was all Bills my, defense. Here's my view on this game. I think that obviously we know, regardless of how you feel about Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is a I think. He's definitely a step up from Case Keenum, and he's definitely a step up from Sam Bradford. Oh, yeah, no. Both of which took the Vikings to the NFC Championship game last year. So I think they're still a legitimate Super Bowl team. Of course. And and obviously, Minnesota's defense is not going to play this poorly every week. I think it's one of those games where it was like kind of the quote-unquote trap game. Trap game. Where like... The Vikings looked at how bad the Bills played the first two weeks and were like, oh my god, we can probably sleepwalk through this game and still win. Yeah. And the Bills came in, and credit to them, they kicked their face in, and they said, well, uh, sorry, you're not going to have an easy win on your hands this week. Yeah, they underestimated the Bills, and once the Bills you know, ran roughshod, and Vikings were like, oh shit, we, we got to actually play, they're serious, they, they just it's they, too late. They choked on themselves. It's too late. But Adam Thielen salvages a good day with 14 receptions, 105 yards. Kirk Cousins was looking to him a lot in this game. Stephon Diggs, only four receptions for 17 yards. Was targeted 10 times, though. Um, obviously, you're a Diggs and Thielen owner. You know, you're going to be happy with the with the share between both of them. You just hope that it re- actually processes and results for both guys. If you were a Thielen owner this week, you were happy. Um, better things are to come, you know, for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is going to do this oh, yeah. every week. But it's just an odd game for fantasy. And an odd game for the NFL, the Bills beating the Vikings. Yep. Um, um, we so, all picked the Vikings. Yep, yeah, we all picked the Vikings. As did everybody. So we all take the L. All those survivor yeah. leagues, pools, whatever. Yep. All junked. All right. So, next up on the slate, we got Indianapolis at Philadelphia. Carson Wentz's return. Carson Wentz, 25-37, 255 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Not uh, Nothing spectacular. From Carson Wentz, not too bad, um, but that's to be expected. Yeah, he hasn't played in almost a year. Yeah, he so. led he led to, he led the um, Eagles to a victory over a Colts team who um, appears to be struggling. Andrew Luck not back to his full form of what we saw in the past. But um, Philly, um, let's talk about everybody talking about Zach Ertz. He gets five receptions, seventy three yards. Let's talk about the other tight end, Goddard. Seven receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. You're talking about the dog from Jimmy Neutron? I'm talking about... <laughs> I forgot about that. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Seven to 73 and one touchdown. Let me ask you a quick question, Susan. Do you think Goddard could be a viable starting option at tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles with Carson Wentz at the helm? I want to see it. I want to see if it's going to be... Well, because Ertz is going to be still a the guy. fantasy tight end superstar. You're going to want to start him. 
I want to see if it's going to be a Gronk Hernandez thing. Do you think it'll be like a Ertz uh, Trey Burton thing was last year? I, I just really I don't see much into it. If you want to add him, go for it. But hold on to him for a week or two. It's tight. See end. what happens. But it's going to be Ertz. Ertz is the man. But then again, this is Wentz's first game, and he targeted him. So you got to see what happens. In the running game for Philly, um, no JGI this week, so we expected a lot of uh, Corey Clement. Uh, but he was actually, you know, suffering from a little bit of an injury himself as uh, days of practice led up to the game. So he splits time with um, Wendell Smallwood. They yep. both rush for 56 yards, Clement on 16 attempts, Smallwood 10. And Smallwood actually finds the end zone this week. So if you started Wendell Smallwood, good for you. Smallwood, good for you. And uh, you got a big wood if you started Wendell Smallwood. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to say that. You took it from me. Uh, I'm sorry. I was waiting for a moment. Um, Eagles wide receivers, Nelson Aguilar kind of regresses. Now that Carson Wentz is back at the helm. Um I mean, Aguilar, you liked his production with Nick Foles with Wentz. It could be something different. This could just be a bad week for Aguilar. you got to wait and see. Alshon Jeffrey is supposed to be coming back soon. So uh, once we see, you know, what their full potential at the wide receiver core is, um, it's yeah. going to be interesting as it goes forward here with Carson Wentz. Um, Andrew Luck continues to, you know, not be as a fantasy elite as we once knew him as. No. 164 yards, one touchdown. Pretty plain Jane vanilla, if you ask me. Yep. Um, he rushed for 33 yards. So that, that gave him a little more points. But, I mean, nothing yeah. really to see here. T.Y. Hilton, 5 for 50. Mm-hmm. Pretty mediocre. He's, he's going to be, I mean... Eric Ebron finally didn't catch a touchdown. What were you going to say about Hilton? I was going to say Hilton's going to be the most steady receiver out of any cult. Oh, yeah. Because with Andrew Luck there, Hilton's got too much talent to not be good. Quick, can you name another cult wide receiver? Um, Full name. Nope. Corey Grant. Good no. job, Mason. Got yeah, you. he finds the end zone this week. The reception <laughs> 35 yards and a touchdown. I mean, for the Colts, don't feel comfortable with anybody besides Luck. Hilton and now Ebron. Yeah, uh, with Jack Doyle hurt, Ebron catches five receptions, thirty-three yards. It's I think a- the only people you can really you can really count on the Colts' offense right now is Andrew Luck uh, and Ty Hilton. I mean, you don't really feel comfortable starting any one person in the backfield because no. the backfield is yeah. such a clusterfuck right now. Yep. It's and bad. then after Ty Hilton, it's just once again, it's just a a, a bunch of guys. Yep. It's bunch just, of guys with Colts jerseys on. Literally, literally. Yep. There's not there's not like one guy who. Who stands out? I mean, I get guess the closest you could get is Ebron because he's strung together decent games yeah. for and a if, tight end the past three weeks in a row. So and if I mean, Jack Doyle misses uh, more time, obviously Ebron's a name you're going to want to start and watch. Yep. Um, who pick, who do we pick for this game? All right, so uh, Glenn picked Philly, and Sousa picked Philly, and Zach picked Philly, and I picked the Colts. <laughs> so I took the L. Idiot. Yeah, I know. Um, I thought I picked another one for the uh, for us and for the Eagles getting back on track. Next up, we got Green Bay at Washington. Yeah, what a game, huh? Well, what a surprising game! I did not yeah. know. I didn't think this game would go the way it was. I thought the Redskins would be playing from behind. From a fantasy standpoint, I thought it'd be a lot of Chris Thompson, but I was a lot of wrong. Um, Adrian right. Peterson really took over this game, looking the best as we've seen him since he was a Minnesota Viking. Um, 19 rushes, 120 yards, two TDs. Two TDs. Two TDs. Two TDs. That guy. He's a TD guy. He's a big TD guy. He's good. Adrian Peterson obviously had a good week, week one. Regressed last week, comes back this week. 
I like him. You like him? I like Adrian Peterson at the goal line. I think he's going to be a consistent part of their game plan. Obviously, you know, Chris Thompson's talent is great. Um, this week we didn't see much of them, though, not, especially not in the receiving game. Yeah, they didn't need the reception pass. for zero yards. Yeah, that, 12 completions. <laughs> the Redskins control the game most of the time. If they have games like that where, you know, Alex Smith is a good game manager and they're just going to, you know, feed Peterson, use the running game. Smith's going to have to make the throws, you know, continue the drive. And he did. Uh, Jordan Reed goes four receptions, 65 yards. You like to see that. Obviously, a healthy Jordan Reed is a good Jordan Reed. That's right. Um, Jamison Crowder gets a touchdown. If, you know, you're hanging on to him, kind of worry about starting him. Uh, we'll see where it goes yeah. forward. Paul Richardson catches one reception on a 46-yard pass for a touchdown. And then Chris Thompson, only one reception for no yards. Uh, but, important to note, we were kind of shitting on the Redskins. We had said they were beating teams, but they hadn't really played anybody good. Yeah. I mean, the Packers are a good team. As long as you have, I mean, maybe not a good team, but, like, if you have Aaron Rodgers on your roster, you're going to be good. No, so, uh, Green Bay's defense has been anything but abysmal these first three weeks. Um, but on the offensive side for Green Bay... You mean it has been abysmal? Yeah, it has. Wait, no, wait. You said anything but abysmal. Anything but abysmal? So it has been, anything but you but mean good. it has been abysmal. Abysmal. It's been bad. I don't even... What does that mean, abysmal? Terrible. Yeah, it's been that. Okay. It's been <laughs> that. All right, so it's been yeah. everything... But good. <laughs> and abysmal. So nothing Just say it's been abysmal. Um, it's been bad, all right? It's been fucking bad. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 27-44, 265 yards and two TDs. Um, Rodgers, not, not his best game, obviously, but he's going to go out there and get your fantasy points. On the wide receiver court, Devontae Adams finds a touchdown. He is the, number, he's the number one wide receiver in this, in this team, no, uh, no question about it. Randall Cobb. Four receptions, 23 yards. Geronimo Allison. Who maybe, I just think he's emerging as maybe a potential, the second wide receiver on this team. I mean. I think so. Yeah. Because, I mean, Randall Cobb had an unbelievable week one. However, Geronimo Allison has played better than him or put up more numbers than him. And he's getting the TDs. Past two consecutive weeks. He's been more consistent. So. He's been milking the TDs. Uh, I have no problem starting Geronimo. You have him, right, Mason? Say Geronimo, jump in. Yeah, baby. I might have to start him this week because McCaffrey's on bye. So well, sucks for you, bro. See what happens. Jimmy Graham, <laughs> five receptions, 45 yards. Um, you'd like to see more from Tight Jimmy Graham things. going forward. He has the talent. He has the quarterback. Uh, you're going to keep starting him no matter what. I think the biggest That's... story here is the running back situation. Yes. Aaron Jones finally back from being arrested. I think Aaron Rodgers paid his bail. Mm. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Aaron Jones back from suspension. Um, no run game really to be had. Six carries for Jones, five for Williams, but Jones looked, may, dare I say, electric. With six yards, six carries for 42 yards, Williams only got five for 29. Um, Still isn't bad. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I mean, Six yards a carry. But Jones did better, far better. Um, he, he, I think he is a better talent. But um, I, I still think they're going to use both for now. It's murky. I think it's a bad sample size. Um, with the Packers being down the whole game, they couldn't really you know use the run that much. Yeah, yeah. both of these guys aren't like primarily pass catching backs either. So yeah, um, but yeah, Redskins over Packers and kind of a shocker. Who did we pick? Um, I think we all pick Green Bay. Yep, we all pick Green Bay. Oh, fuck us then. <laughs> yep, fuck you, Smith. Alex. And next we have Cincinnati at Carolina. So you want to talk about Cam Newton? He's good. He's all right. Cam Newton, he's scoring, throwing for two TDs. Um, 
150 yards, which is, you know, he's had a couple of these games where it's just like 150, 160 passing yards, and you're like, what the hell? But then you're like, oh, that's right, because he rushed for one or two touchdowns and 30 to 50 yards on the ground. Yep. That's what you want from your quarterbacks because they can do that. Yep. They can rush and get those running back-like points. He had 10 carries, 36 yards, and two TDs, um, stealing from McCaffrey yet again. Yeah, Mason, how do you feel about that? Uh, I'm pissed He has no that... touchdowns, right? Yeah, McCaffrey doesn't have any touchdowns. like last year. I'm but pissed. He's doing a lot better. But McCaffrey has put up 20 points in consecutive weeks off of receptions and yards alone. 28 rushes. That's what you want. All right. right there. First of all, it's a career day for Christian McCaffrey. 28 rushes, 184 yards, and he gets two touchdowns vultured from him by the quarterback, Cam Newton. That's because McCaffrey already got Honestly, Mason, I'd be pissed if I were you. As good as Christian McCaffrey is, he deserves these TDs. Oh, and don't forget, they also threw a touchdown pass to a running back I mean, named C.J. Anderson. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, that sucks. 24 yards. That's a big deal. It's a big play. Big play. But, yeah, I mean, McCaffrey, the floor is there in the rushing and receiving game. If he gets a touchdown, fucking hallelujah because he deserves it. If there's one guy in the yeah. NFL that deserves some TD action... It's Christian McCaffrey. If, if Christian McCaffrey had gotten has got had gotten touchdowns the first yeah, three weeks, he he'd be the number one running back, and I don't even think it'd be close. If you have a twenty point uh, floor, like, like it'd be close good. between him and Kamara, but like still close. It's still the fact that he's up there now. He was he was what like uh, projected to be a running back two, and he's putting up easy running back one numbers. You could say he's a fantasy MVP potentially. Nah, I Fuckers, I wouldn't say that. What's maybe, up, wait, maybe if you got some TDs. That's only way through. They'll, t- they'll come. Yeah, but I mean, maybe they don't come and then he gets no yards and then he's just left with his pants down. Yeah, and if wishes were fishes, the world would be an ocean. Yeah. I'm not going to say Christian McCaffrey is an MVP yet. Um, Devin Funches catches a touchdown on four receptions, 67 yards. You expected Funches to do well in Olsen's absence. I, I have no problem Funches going forward on the Bengals side of the ball. Andy Dalton. He Three, tried. 352 yards, two TDs, but four INTs. That's not TDs. No, Andy that's... Dalton isn't good. Pass it on. I mean, there was a there was a <laughs> poll on our Twitter. Yeah, we wanted we... to expose Mason yet again. Well, not expose him, but... No, we expose, no you want to expose me. Yeah. That's, okay. not the, that's not the Let's goal. Let's call it what it is, Susan. <laughs> you okay. want to expose Mason every chance we can get. It's all right. You just want to trash my name, drag me through the streets. So Mason, okay. so Mason on the previous podcast said, Andy Dalton's not good. I don't know when the Bengals are going to fucking realize it, but he's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see the stat line. Over 350 yards, two passing touchdowns. That's great. Four interceptions, lost a game. Not good. The Twitter poll, which I'm a little disappointed in the voters out there. We all, as a nation, need to vote more. Um, Dalton was found guilty by the fantasy court. And Mason, you get your first win. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Um, Good job. I just want to say this, too. Uh, Andy Dalton is another perfect example of a quarterback. I should say this. When I say someone sucks, usually I mean eyeball test, like, if they could win an actual Super Bowl. Like, Andy Dalton's another quarterback who, by the end of the season, probably be top 15 quarterback in the league, maybe even top 10. But in the sense of you looking at that guy like from a real-life football standpoint, not fantasy, he's not good. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I just want to yeah. point out, you know how many quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls that are good? 
Yeah, but Andy Dalton's not good. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, you bring up the Super Bowl argument. Well, no, like, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, Dan Marino's one of the best quarterbacks ever, but he never No, but I'm Super saying, Bowl, but like, especially now, like, Tom Brady, right, there's been so many quarterbacks who haven't even made the Super Bowl, but they are good. Yeah, no, cause, well, because mo- most of the fact that half the teams in the AFC can't get past the Patriots. And then you look at Nick Foles, who does win a Super Bowl. Yeah, like, it's well, like, really? I mean, that guy's good. Okay. Well, he sold his soul to the devil, so it's okay. Tyler Boyd? Hello. Yeah. Six for uh, Mason's brother, six for 132 and a touchdown. How's your brother doing? He's doing. It looks like he's doing well. He's doing well for two doing straight well, weeks. Uh, you got to think. You're going to start Tyler Boyd? Doing well. It's two straight dog, weeks of yeah. touchdowns I and mean, yards, man. Uh, fantasy football is all about being consistent, and Tyler Boyd has shown consistently that he has what it takes to be a fantasy starter. Um, A.J. Green, 558 and an injury. He's got those games. But an injury. Sounds like A.J. Green in a nutshell. Is he not going to play next week? Uh, he's probably going to play. Then it's not that bad. Uh, I'd rather him not have a Q next to his Is it turf toe? Uh, it's not turf toe. All right. But I, Just still, wait. Don't, I still don't know. He'll get turf toe and then he'll miss a few. Uh, Gio Bernard finds the end zone on 12 rushes for 61 yards. Uh, if Joe, no Joe Mixon's in the picture. No problem um, You know, swapping in a Gio Bernard. If you're a Joe Mixon owner, you have Bernard. Go ahead, start him. Uh, AJ Green had a groin injury, and you need your groin to run. You need the groin to get those TDs. Wow, Susan, that was that was a hot take, honestly. Yeah, that was a hey, save it for next episode. Yeah, right? honestly, Am what I the right? fuck, dude? All right, Panthers thirty-one twenty-one. Who do you pick? We. I'll pick Carolina. Good job, boys. Good job. All right, good job. All right, next up, we got a game that we're probably gonna talk about for like five seconds. Um, I already know what game. Titans is. and Jaguars. Nine to six, all field goals. Nine, nine to six. Who gives a fuck? I mean, you gotta say Titans good for them from a fantasy standpoint. They're going against the Jaguars D. Derrick Henry again, eighteen rushes, only fifty-seven yards. Yeah, it's almost it's, like he's uh, not good. It's disappointing. <laughs> it's disappointing because he's getting the workload. Finally, getting the workload. You'd like to see more of um, what he can do, and he can do it. As he's shown in the past. But these first three weeks have not been good. Mariota returns, um, twelve for eighteen, hundred yards. Like Jeez. I said, no touchdowns, nothing special. Like, what do you do with there, the Titans? There's no, they there's won, no, though. there's like, nobody on the Tennessee Titans that I'd even consider starting. Right yeah, now. there's no one. Games. There's nobody viable for fantasy. Nobody. They, they did this against the Raiders. And uh, nobody. No one's startable, but they're winning. I don't understand it. The Jaguars that just destroyed the Patriots only scored six points against the yep. fucking Titans. Blake Which Bortles. is literally the Jaguars in a nutshell. Blake yeah. Bortles comes down to earth. You start TJ Yeldon. You're kind of, I mean, you're not disappointed. He is their leading receiver with six receptions, 46 yards. Yeah, 90 total yards. Only has seven rushes for 44 yards. Again, Jacksonville. I don't know, it depends what Blake Bortles you get. Honestly, for the for yeah. fantasy wise, because if right Blake Bortles is good, you can consider starting Keelan Cole, Austin Safarian Jenkins at tight end, maybe even a D.D. Westbrook. No Fournette. I mean, this game was just nothing from both sides. Yeah, it was just bad. I Hopefully, mean, the Jags will get back together because we know they've been good. But yeah. the Titans, you gotta. I, I'm staying away from. No, them. don't even touch them. Yeah, I don't, want them. don't even touch them. See you later. Sorry. Um, but who do we pick? Do we all pick the Jaguars? Nope. Well, we all pick. Oh, us three pick. Fucking Zach. Us three pick the Jaguars. Uh, Zach picked Tennessee. Yeah, he said he if Mariota plays, uh, he's going to take t- Tennessee. And Mariota did play, and they beat him. Bastard. Good for Zach. Um, Next up, Broncos at the Ravens. Yeah. The, Guys, uh, Ravens, uh, Ravens are looking good. I mean, the Ravens are good. Ravens are good. Joe Flacco, uh, if he plays the game he needs to play. The Ravens have a good team. 
Um, they have two running backs who can, you know, score, find that end zone, get the TDs. Um, Alex Collins and Buck Allen have been proven to be that two-headed monster that the Ravens have. Both finding the end zone. Buck Allen finding it twice, one rushing, one receiving. And um, Michael Crabtree, the leading receiver, seven receptions, 61 yards. You'd like to see that. John Brown. John Brown, five receptions, 86 yards, obviously with the bigger playability. Um, Joe Flacco only throws for one touchdown, and it was to Buck Allen. Uh, against a yep. Broncos defense, you like to see this from the Ravens. On Denver's yeah. side of it, Zach could not be more wrong about Case Keenum. <laughs> and uh, no touchdowns and interception. Freeman finds the end zone. I believe Lindsey got hurt in this game. Lindsey. Uh, no, he got ejected. He got ejected. Oh, that's right. He got ejected. He, he punched punch. somebody in the face. What a fucking idiot. Guys. These white boys be crazy. These white boys be crazy, but never punch someone that's wearing a fucking helmet. I was going to say, if you go to punch... That is like peak idiocy. Crabtree. What are you know. doing? Yeah, he's an idiot too. Yeah, you, you do like an open hand slap. So you like ring, you know, like ring the bell a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking... You're going to throw a punch at somebody who has a helmet on that's supposed to prevent <laughs> concussions? Yeah, that's going to work, I'm sure, dude. Yeah. Like, not not smart from Lindsay. So Lindsay gets ejected. Uh, Freeman capitalizes, find the end zone. Nothing spectacular on the ground, 13 to 53. Um, Shout out to Sanders. One rush, 35 yards. And a touchdown. Good thing, because that, that, uh, that salvaged his fantasy day. He only had five receptions for 38 yards. Demarius Thomas, the leading receiver, five receptions and 63 yards. I think this is what you're going to see from the Broncos, because Case Keenum, as much as Zach loves to blow smoke up his ass, he's... He's average. He's like, yeah. if not below, a little below average. Yeah. I, I mean, the Ravens give, D is give, good. Yeah, give the Ravens D credit at home. Um, I, I think as far as the Broncos' fantasy success, when the Broncos co- play at home, it'll be a different story for Case Keenum. Yeah. It'll be a different story for the defense. You'll feel more comfortable starting guys like Thomas Sanders, Keenum, Freeman, Lindsay. Yeah, it feels um, like it might be kind of a tale of home road. Yeah, they've, they've only played one game on the road. They lost two games at home. They won, and the offenses look good. Uh, we're going to have to see what happens. But uh, who did we pick in this game? Uh, we all picked Baltimore except Zach. He picked Denver. Ah, fuck so. that. <laughs> all right. Um, so that's good. Ravens go up 27-14. Uh, I think the Ravens are 2-1. and one. They are. And they're going to face the Steelers on Sunday night this week. Whoa, that's a good game right there. Um, all right, next up we got the – Giants visiting the Texans. Yeah. Susie, your Giants, your your NFC East champion Giants uh, needed this game. Absolutely. And they got it. And I'll tell you what, um, this is the first week where um, Saquon Barkley really impressed me and uh, showed glimpses of how explosive he can be. His runs were just violent. Um, he looked like he'd been a running back in the NFL for years. And uh, he showed it, and then his fantasy results paid off. 17 rushes for 82 yards and a touchdown. And um, he catches five passes for 35 yards. You like to see it from a guy yep, like Barkley. That's good. Odo Beckham Jr. does Odo Beckham things. Nine receptions, 109, 109 yards. Um, he doesn't get in the end zone, but it's not a problem. Sterling Shepard did. Sterling Shepard He found did. his way out of the mole hole. Yeah. Six or 80 in a touchdown. Guys, that's, that's perfect right there. I'm scared. Evan Ingram got hurt, dude. He did get hurt. You know, Mason, what do you want to say about that? Uh, his, um, his, knee? his knee? What I want to say about that is that I have fucked up every tight end to start in this league so far. Mm. Week one, started Evan Ingram, did shit. Mm. George Kittle went off. Week two, started George Kittle, did shit. Evan Ingram went off. 
Week three, started Evan Ingram. He got hurt. Didn't do anything. George Kittle went off. Now what are you going to do? Because Evan Ingram's hurt, and then George Kittle doesn't have Jimmy G. I don't know. I guess I'm just going to fucking die. The trend says That's start cool. Ingram, right? Yeah. I mean, well, if, if, he's if, he's, if he's healthy, go ahead. Because Evan Ingram will be all right at tight end. Um, Eli Manning. Yeah, good game. Pretty That's good game. what you want to see from a quarterback. Yeah. On like the road. from the NFL standpoint. Yeah, on the road at Houston. Um Go from the Houston side of the ball to Sean Watson. What's happening to this team, though? 0-3, right? I'll tell you what happens. Um, Deshaun Watson, he keeps getting better. He does. Uh, from a fancy standpoint. He does. 385 yards, two touchdowns, had one interception. Also gets, ran for 36 yards. Yep, on five rushes. That's always fun. Honestly, uh, I keep saying it. Will Fuller and Hopkins are the guys on this team. Will Fuller, again, five receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Hopkins is Hopkins, six receptions, 86 yards. You like to see him get in the end zone. Sometimes he does it, but it doesn't hurt you. Yeah, that's great. Um, Lamar Miller. Yeah, that's not a good Ten game. rushes for 10 yards, but he salvages his day with a last-second bailout touchdown. And when you say last second, you mean last second. Last second. The play clock was at one. Yeah. And he caught a four-yard pass from Deshaun Watson in the end zone, salvaged his day. Listen. Mason, do you feel good about Lamar Miller? I feel like you ask me this question every week, and I, I know. Stop same asking him. Because I, I, like, I like your answer. You give me the same. I gave you the same answer every week. No, <laughs> I don't. No. Listen. Case in point. Sucks. Oh yeah. Let's pick the ten one rushes. Week. Right. Yeah. For ten. The one week. He How about says. eighteen for fucking eighty something, and then he gets ninety-eight yards the other two weeks. We're not going to throw those out the window and count this week only. Did he get the TDs? Not last week. But the week before. No. No. The, okay, weeks, the weeks he was good on the ground, didn't get a touchdown. The week he wasn't good, got a touchdown. He's solid. He's getting you over 10 points He's a week. not, I mean. That's what you want from an RB2? Come on. Yeah, but the thing is he shouldn't be an RB2. What are you talking about? He should be better than an RB2 in this offense, in a situation. The thing is people always yeah, have well, high expectations for Lamar Miller. If you set your expectations low for Lamar Miller. He's just so overrated. And he, he's, Yes. Every yeah. year, it's the same thing. It's like, Lamar Miller's going to be good this year. He's going to have the carries. Well, blah, blah, no, blah. I think it's, every single fucking year. I think it year. was better this year. He wasn't drafting the second round like he was. He was, like, in past years. Yeah, he was drafting fourth, fifth. People finally, people finally learned that lesson about Lamar Miller. So, yeah, I mean, he, he gets a touchdown. Salvages his fantasy day. I don't feel good about Lamar Miller in the future going forward. The Texans are 0-3. Uh, Deshaun Watson keeps getting better, so hopefully it opens things up for Lamar Miller. But, I mean, yeah, if you have him, you're going to start him because I don't feel like you have better options at RB, like an RB2 or a flex. Right. Uh, but I, I don't, you know, it's, it's just, man, man. It's just very, like, he just doesn't do anything for me. Like, I just feel like he's just, like, not really an explosive runner. It's like. He's just there. He's just kind of there. It's like he's just kind of, eh. He's a chug. He chugs along. Yeah. Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. Miller. Yeah. 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 Okay. Giants, Giants win. Who pick, who we pick? The Giants win. Um, <laughs> we all picked Houston. Wait, wow. you picked Houston? Yeah. What the fuck? Hey, I thought Houston were going to win this game. They need to win it, right? I guess yeah, so did the Giants, though. But sorry. All right. Giants wanted them more. All right. Next up, we got the Battle of Los Angeles, and I'm not talking about the shitty Alien movie that came out like five years back or whatever. I didn't see that movie. Oh, it's yeah. bad. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm going to go see it now. It's the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, one thing I'm going to say about the Los Angeles Rams. This, in the first three weeks of the season, has been the best team, top to bottom, offensively, 
Defensively, the Rams get it done. Jared Goff should be a starting quarterback in your lineup. I don't care what you say. I don't care who you are. If you have Jared Goff, you're starting him. Yeah, this team's been great since last year. You know, a lot, a lot of times teams don't continue what they were doing if they were really hot, but they've just been on fire the whole time. They had that grill on hot all offseason. All offseason. Sean McVay is a great coach, and he's learned that he has the best running back in the league right now. I mean, now, well, it's, it's just ridiculous when you look at their roster top to bottom, the amount of talent that they have on it. Like, this is like the football equivalent of, like, a super team. I mean, like, obviously, like, Football, there's, like, too many, like, variables to say, like, you know, that a team's a super team. Because any given Sunday... Are you comparing them to the Warriors? I mean... Because I'm not going that far. That's, come on. Listen, dude. I'm not going that far. I'm, dude, their skill their skill position players are disgusting. Yeah, but, I mean, they're, they're not... I think it's more like the system. Yeah. Like, yeah. these guys, I mean, Robert Woods was on the Bills for a while, was irrelevant. Now, in this new system, he's been great. Well, no, I'm talking about, I mean, like... Not just offensively, I mean defensively. Oh, defensively they've been spectacular. Yeah, uh, as a Ram, as a Rams defense owner, they haven't they've gotten double digits for me every week. But that's what I'm saying. You look at their you look at their defense. We might be looking at like one of the best defenses maybe ever. Mm, look, Jesus Christ, man! Dude, look at their or at least position let's, uh, on paper. Let's, let's, let's pump the brakes Listen, a little bit. On, on paper. On paper, we, we love this paper. Yeah, just think of, think think of think of their line. They have they have Sue. Yeah, they have Aaron, Don, uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. They got. Cornerback, they have a keep to leave. They Marcus have um, Peters. Marcus Peters. I think they're both hurt now. Yeah, they are. They did get hurt last game. So scary. Watch out. Yeah. Let's see what happens there. I mean, Mason's. I'm saying uh, no, Mason's, on, on paper. Yeah, he's stretching it out a little bit. On paper, this paper's thin. This team's good. This team's good. <laughs> this team's no, good. this team's great. And, and even not on paper, they're getting it done on the field. Yeah, can't. And um, numbers don't lie. They're great. Robert Woods, you like to see ten receptions, one hundred four yards, two touchdowns. Again, with an offense like this, kind of like Kansas City. I feel like it's going to be one of these guys every week. You know, it's going to be somebody one week. Uh, Woods, Brandon yeah. Cooks, Gurley, Cooper Cup. He finds the end zone too. For the Chargers, uh, Philip Rivers, eighteen to thirty, two twenty-six, two touchdowns. Eh. It's not bad against this defense. No, no interceptions. I'm really proud of him not throwing interception. He's usually good for two at least. Yeah, Melvin Gordon again continues to be great. Fifteen rushes, eighty yards, and a touchdown. Um, Disappointed to see uh, two receptions for Gordon. He was lighting it up in the receiving game last couple weeks. Um, but, like, this tough defense. Yeah. There wasn't much receiving any in general. No. Uh, Mike Williams, though. Yeah. He's a red zone threat. He showed it last week. He showed it again. Um, well, showed it week two. Showed it again week three with two touchdowns on four receptions. 81 yards, too. He's a – I don't know if you've, like, looked at him in real life, but he's really big. Yeah, he's huge. He's a big boy. How he big is, is he? Big boy. I don't know exactly. Big boy Mike But he's big. Big, like with a capital I, uh, capital B, lowercase I, lowercase I, capital, capital G. G. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so, so that's that's pretty big. He's <laughs> big, big. What? What? Don't. Uh, Mike Williams <laughs> is big. He was big this week. Two tu- uh, two touchdowns. Keenan Allen kind of disappointing. Three receptions yeah. for forty four yards. That'll turn around. Uh, Antonio Gates, you know, uh, three receptions, 45 yards, a second, second receiver. I mean, you know, if he's out there, he's out there. That's, that's, that's it. Something. Philip Rivers likes him. If he's out there, he's out there. I, like I said it. he could be, you know, a viable starter in tight end options. What the fuck do I know? Because I don't know shit about tight ends that aren't Gronk. Um, yeah, so Rams over the Chargers. Who would we pick? Everyone picked the Rams. Well, good for everyone. Good job, guys. <laughs> good for everybody. 
Next up, we have the Bears versus the Cardinals. All right, you're talking about the Rams' defense. I want to tell you about the Bears' defense. Mm. These guys are good. They're good. They're good. Khalil Mack, right now, the first three weeks, good. has a case for MVP. I was going to say that. Because this does. guy is balling. Granted, it's against you know Arizona Cardinals, but he's been doing it for three weeks. Yeah. Um, Bears win this game 16-14. Got close to the end. Once again, Mitch Trubisky does enough to help the Bears win this game. Jordan Howard finds the end zone on 24 rushes, but only 61 yards. Yeah, it's almost like, I don't know. It's almost like he's not that good. It's just it's reminding me a little bit of like the Lamar Miller thing where he gets the carries and only like mediocre yardage. Yeah. If he gets a touchdown, he's good. No touchdown, he's like okay. Yeah, but he's solid. Is it, is here's it, here's the difference though. We've we seen go. explosive plays yeah. from Jordan Howard. Yeah, yeah. I know. But That's we the difference. We haven't so far. Well, not yeah. this season, but in the past we have. We know the potential's there. Yeah. Lamar Miller. When have you ever seen him make an explosive? When he was play? on the Dolphins For and he game. got three thirty-seven points in one half. For yeah. a game. Yeah. Even Jordan Howard. Howard Jordan Howard has done it for seasons. Seasons. All right. Miller's done it before. For a game. Once. He's done it more than one game. <laughs> Two the games. Game log? All right. I will. I'll tell you one thing. He's not Jordan Howard. Oh, of course not. But what Jordan Howard's showing me is Lamar Miller-esque, and you can't deny it. Um, For this game, you can't. No. Um, Jordan Howard, 24-61. A touchdown. Leading receivers, Trey Burton, four receptions, 55 yards. Um, He's becoming a tight end that you want to start on your team if you have him. Wide receivers, uh, tricky with the Bears. You expected Allen Robinson, you know, uh, break out a little bit. Only three receptions for 50 yards. No passing touchdowns for Mitch Trubisky. So, kind of like, I'm going to compare it to the Denver Broncos offense. Uh, this team goes as Mitch Trubisky goes, as far as the wide receivers and tight ends. Um, yeah. Trubisky, 24-35, 220, and then a pick. No touchdowns. So, uh, good defensive game. Cardinals don't have bad defense. Bears have better defense, and uh, they proved that this game, Bears went on the road. Bears are 2-1, and one, leading the NFC North now. Wow, crazy. the Bears. Who'd have thunk it, huh? Yeah, I, I'm, all, I'm, I'm bearing down. I'm all Bears. I like the Bears, too. I'll um, bear with that. Who'd we pick? <laughs> we didn't even talk about the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck. David Johnson scored. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I just gave Sousa a look when he said, I guess we got to bear it. I said I'd bear with that. Fuck off. That's <laughs> a bad pun. Get the fuck oh, out of here. bearing down. I barely stand you guys. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> All right, David Johnson catches a touchdown. Um, Jesus Christ. In the passing game, David Johnson goes four for 30 in a touchdown. In the running game, he only has 12 rushes for 31 yards. It's tough. Um, it's tough. tough I mean, tough. it's not. It's still salvageable. For fantasy purposes, but it's not David Johnson-esque. We're used to 20-point games for David Johnson on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. If he got 20 points, that was kind of like a down week for David Johnson. (laughs) Yeah. But, on the bright side, hopefully... He's not terrible. It's different. You know, he's not a butt. He's not... Hopefully... Right right now, let me say this, because you made this comparison before. David Johnson, this shit, of Todd Gurley two years ago. He's not that bad as Todd Gurley was. Yeah, Tiger Lou was awful that year ago. Yeah. But, I mean, this is definitely down from what David Johnson yeah. was doing in twenty. Well, the thing is, there's still hope. It's only week three, and David Johnson... You're not losing... And... You're not losing your fantasy weeks because of David Johnson. Josh Rosen, confirmed to be starting. Yeah, I mean, he took over the last drive. It is Josh Rosen, right? Yeah, yeah he, took over right. The, he took over the last <laughs> drive of the game, I believe, when the Cardinals had to go on a two-minute drill. He couldn't get it done. Throws an interception, but it's going to be a change of the guard. 
Uh, I expect Josh Rosen to look more towards David Johnson as a safety valve, yeah. knowing he's the most talented player on his team. That's the last hope um, for David Johnson, really, is uh, can Josh Rosen get the offense going? Can he look at David Johnson and get him more targets and touches a game, which yeah. he needs? Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. What Two happened? receptions, only nine yards. He's Again, dead. I'm going to write a lot of this off because of Sam Bradford in the offense. If this happens with Josh Rosen, then I'll be Concerned. hitting that panic button. Yeah, Don't don't panic yet, I'm fixed. But how about uh, this Captain Kirk guy? Seven Kirk. receptions for 90 yards. Christian Kirk. Anything to look? Welcome to the NFL. Seven for 90. Do we uh, do we trust him as a waiver wire pickup? No. If you got a deep league with a deep bench, then okay. I think... I would say no, because maybe Sam Bradford threw to him this week, but now you have a new quarterback coming in. You have no idea who that guy trusts. Although, actually, I did read something earlier today that uh, said that, I guess, in the uh, preseason, um, Josh Rosen did like throwing to uh, Christian Kirk. Big yeah, captain. I, I, so, I heard that, too. So that's the only reason I'd pick him up. Potentially. Well, I wouldn't start him yet. Uh, so right now we're on a wait-to-see basis. Yep. For the Arizona Cardinals. All right, who we pick? We picked. Everyone, all of us picked Chicago except Zach. He picked Arizona. Hmm. Sorry, Zach. Looks like we're right. <laughs> and you're wrong. Um, all right. Next up, a game that maybe almost gave Glenn an aneurysm, I think. Uh, Dallas and Seattle. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to say. It's it's gonna be the same situation. What the fuck is going on with the Cowboys, Glenn? It's gonna be the same situation every week till something changes. We'll it's, talk about it's that. It's gonna later. be it's gonna be Dak Prescott, who um, although I do believe in Dak and his ability, uh, is very safe. Very safe. He throws two interceptions this week that are I'm not gonna say fluky interceptions, but tip passes that should have been caught. Um, great interceptions. I don't know if you saw the picks by Earl Thomas. But uh, they were they were pretty spectacular interception nah, catches. He's a good player. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be Dak throwing a bunch of scrubs. <laughs> Leading receiver is fucking Jeffrey Swain. Oh my god! Five receptions, forty-seven yards. Zeke Elliott runs for sixteen rushes, one hundred twenty-seven yards. Had a big fumble that actually cost oh, uh, the Cowboys. Zeke, pretty good um, field position he and a chance to score. Uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't say that. <laughs> On the no. Cowboys side. Only guy right now I feel comfortable with the Zeke. That's yep, it. That's it. Um, until we see something different, until we stop seeing Jason Garrett clapping on the sidelines, <laughs> until we see a change in this offense, uh, don't feel comfortable with it going forward. Um, Seattle was an 0-2 team. They were desperate. They needed this win. They got this win. Good for them. Um, Cowboys got a lot of work. Got a lot of work to do heading forward. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it was Seattle that had the day. Uh, Russell Wilson looked better. Uh, still under 200 yards with 192 passing yards, but he got two touchdowns, no interceptions. He uh, he, he looked he looked good. Chris Carson carried the ball 32 yeah. times. That is for Rashad, 102 yards. Rashad Penny. You guys still think Rashad Penny has a chance of starting? Yes. Not right now. Yes, I do. You do? I'm standing by that, and I'm dying on that hill. You sure? He only got three carries. Chris Carson got 32. I mean, he obviously had the hot hand. 32 carries, that's a fuck time. Had the hot hand, he says, against 32 carries. 32 carries. That's what happens when There's a hot. difference between having a hot hand and just being eliminated from the game plan. He had the hot hand. Yeah. 102 yards, he was good. If you started him, then good for you. Would you start him next week? Would you start him like, going forward? Chris Carson, if he's going to get fucking 32 carries every week. 
Well, we don't know that. So I'm asking. Say, that's, but I, mean, I feel like that's compl- that's a complete outlier because we've seen the Seahawks before. They don't trust their backfield at all. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. It looks like Chris Carson is going to be the running back you want to keep eyes on yeah. going forward. Um, Tyler Lockett gets a touchdown, four receptions, seventy-seven yards. Without Doug Baldwin, uh, Tyler Lockett's a good fantasy play at a flex, or even if you need to reach on a wide receiver too. Yep. Yeah. With Doug Baldwin there, Tyler Lockett also you can still start him. Um, I think he has that big playability. Russell he's Wilson, like Seattle's Kenny Stills. Ah, uh, he's better than he's Kenny better Stills. Than Kenny Stills. <laughs> But don't even don't disrespect Tyler Lockett like that again. Um, tight ends though, I don't know what's going on with them. There's Van Et, four receptions, twenty seven yards. You got Will Disley in there, catches one ball for four yards. Stay away. Know. Stay away. Lockett, Russell Wilson, and then Chris Carson. Yeah, for if now. You, if for now, uh, as it goes forward. Seahawks win this twenty four to thirteen. Who'd we pick? Uh we all pick Dallas. Well, Walker. fuck us all. We should have known better. <laughs> All right, next uh, we got New England at Detroit, which, honestly, I didn't watch this whole game because if I did, I probably would have vomited in my own mouth. Mm. This was a... Uh... I was able to hear a lot of it on the radio, and... How'd you like that? So you... How'd you feel? Were your nipples hard a little bit? Did you get a little... No. Arousation you get a, you in you your get a little. You get a little... <laughs> what? Arousation? Kenny Galladay in your yeah, pants? made up a word. Uh, yeah, let's we'll, we'll talk about the Lions first. Get them uh, out of the way because they were good. Nothing really to say too much Stafford doing Stafford things in my opinion mm. 260 yards two touchdowns one pick it'll happen um, Golden Tate did his thing because like he said he was doing Matt Stafford things so Marvin, naturally he had to throw a pick Marvin Jones got his touchdown which he was Suspect. Marvin Jones was a little dependent last year on these touchdowns He's hasn't been too great this year we got a touchdown um, this week so that was good but he was good last it. week too but look how many yards he had 69 and nice. Golden State at 69. So two guys nice. are having 69s. Yep. Um, nice. I think the star on this team right now is Kenny Galladay. This guy's good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's breaking the bright, out. He, he's getting the touchdowns. He's, he's a target because he's, he's good. He's called him, call him Babytron. Massive. Babytron. Baby he is huge. Yeah. He's, he's a big boy. Big boy. Um, but big I'd boy like likes to, TDs. I'd like to point out Kerryon Johnson. Maybe the MVP of the game. Maybe. Uh, definitely the MVP of the game. All right, good. The first, you gave me that. The first Detroit Lions running back to run for over 100 yards in a game in five years since Reggie Bush in 2013. I had him on that Thanksgiving, year. right? I don't know if it was on Thanksgiving. I'm sure, it was on. Thanksgiving. I don't know. All I know is a long fucking time ago. Reggie Bush, carry on, my wayward son. Carry on, Johnson. 100 yards, good for you. Carry on, Johnson's going to be the running back to look for forward. Um. Obviously, they attacked with Legarrette Blunt too. Theo Riddick in the passing game. Um, if the Lions get behind, they're going to use him. Um, they, they, they weren't behind that much. They weren't behind at all. They, 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 were, they were feeding Blunt, carry on Johnson, and uh, they made the most out of it. Yeah, the Lions were ahead the whole game. Um, I got to say, the Blunt got the same amount of carries as carry yeah. on. That's a little worrisome because you know Blunt's just going to. He poke his head in there, and he's gonna eat away at the workload. Because why wouldn't you use him? You know, he's, he's a he's a he's a charges with blunt force, mm. pun intended. Wow, um, good smokes one. Blunts smokes blunts, brings it on the field, and he, he you just gotta hope that the Lions are gonna be able to run the ball. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna call this game a fluke for the running game. You could. 
I'm I see. I could. I well, we'll, we'll, dis- we'll discuss defense. that later. I'll discuss that later. Yeah, right, okay. That's fine. Okay. So you want to talk about the Patriots now for a little bit? Yeah, let's talk about the Patriots. Um, <sighs> I mean, <laughs> really, really, what can you say? They the whole team just looked like hot trash. Yeah, it looked I mean, like Brady was just giving up at one point. Tom Brady for 133 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Not good. I was listening to Scott Zolak on the radio, Mason, your oh, boy. What was he saying? He was uh, at the end of the game, I believe he threw a pick, throwing to Dorsett and like double yep. coverage. And yeah. he, he was just saying, like, he gave up. He didn't even care. He was just throwing it. He, Brady seemed like he just had enough. He said, you know what? I'm throwing this to you, whether you get it or not. And he, like, he's just basically showed to me, show you're going to fight for this ball. And it was picked. Yep. Because Brady doesn't have a lot of weapons right now, but. They're coming. No running game. No running game either. Sony Michelle, 14 rushes, 50 yards. James White, 4 for 37, that which is... First-round pick looking looking great. Um, looking fantastic. Uh, first-round pick in real life for the Patriots. Yeah. yeah and no. it, it not a first-round pick in fantasy because he's nowhere close. Sony Michelle it, looking great, dude. It was annoying to hear on the radio. It would be like second and ten. Hand off to Sony Michelle gets one yard. That happened so many times. It was like, why are you running the ball? Yeah, it's right weird. Now? It's like the Patriots randomly do this in like different games where they're like they'll try and get like a guy going, and like he wasn't going. Yeah, like the, a few years ago uh, when the Patriots the Patriots had a game against the Dolphins where they just ran the ball with Stephen Jackson. I don't know if you guys remember when he was on the oh, Patriots. Yeah. They tried. All they did was run because they wanted to like save Brady and keep him healthy. And they just, like, ran the ball, and the Patriots didn't win. Yeah, um, they didn't pass enough. Nope. Four receptions, 51 yards for Gronk. Uh, for Gronk standards, that's underwhelming. Leading receiver. Yeah. So that's not Chris good. Hogan, three receptions. James White, three receptions, gets a touchdown. Uh, happy with White, yeah. luckily. James White is the only bright point out of this game. Patriots don't look good. Nope. And uh, I like to say it's going to change. Because it usually does. I, I like to say that. Or maybe Brady's just not good anymore. Um, I'm just kidding. Edelman's going to come back, take coverage off of Gronk. They're not going to have to have Cordell ooh, Patterson see, out there on offense. I, dis- I disagree. Josh Gordon's going to be Chris out there. Josh Gordon's going to be out there. I disagree. It's going to be huge. A huge difference. But Tremendous. We'll talk about it after. Big league. Yeah. I'll talk about it after. Right. I, I just want to say one point. Mason has a memo. Over Brighter days ahead for the Patriots. This is my take on it. Brighter days ahead for the Patriots. Tom Brady's your quarterback. You're going to get weapons back. The offense will never be the problem for the Patriots. It's going to be the defense heading forward. As far as winning games goes. From a fantasy standpoint, it's going to be tricky knowing who to start and who's going to be successful with Chris Gordon in there. Julian Edelman, Coach Gordon, and uh, Gronkowski. Naturally but they'll be all right. It's the Patriots, right, guys? Wrong. Wrong. All right. So, picks. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Who do you pick? You took Detroit. Oh, that's right. And everyone right. else took New England. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Glenn. Glenn hey. knew the Lions. Glenn knew. All right. And last but certainly not least, we have a Monday night to- uh, matchup between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was a game. Mm. Right here. Mm. It was a fight. Mm. And the beard couldn't hold on. Mm. Nope. He but, tried, though. But. But. The magic is still there. You, you felt it? Guys. All right. Ryan Fitzpatrick has three interceptions. Cost them cost the game. We'll say that. Those three interceptions, one ending yeah. up in a pick six, cost him the game. However, Ryan Fitzmagic is the first quarterback in NFL history to throw three straight games with 400 yards. 
That blows my mind. Are you fucking kidding me? That's like the biggest, biggest magic trick I've ever seen in my life. I, I believe in magic, guys. I believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick from here on out. Jameis Winston comes back. Actually, today as we're recording this on Tuesday. I, I don't see how you can roll with Jamin, Jameis Winston going no. forward after what Ryan Fitzpatrick's doing for yeah, the Yeah, especially how, how bad Jameis Winston was last year, too. The players are behind Fitz, you know? Yeah. yeah Mike really... Evans, six receptions, 137 yards and a touchdown. He wasn't doing that last year. Godwin looked great. Five receptions, 74 yards and a touchdown. He got a lot of targets. Uh, Deshaun Jackson didn't boom this week as he did in the first two weeks. Yep. But he's going to have better of games. He didn't. Because he wasn't facing Because he wasn't facing me. Well, That'll happen sometimes. <laughs> well, uh, Cameron Brake catches a touchdown um, out of the tight ends this week. But O.J. Howard still has a good game. Six receptions, 72 yards. This Buccaneers offense, I'm going to say, at least in the passing game, it's for real. The running yep. game, holy Sucks. shit, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I knew, do I? Why is Barber still a starter? I don't get it. Eight really rushes for the... It. All right. The game plan kind of got out of hand. Sure. Buccaneers were down big um, early. So they had to pass, which is why Fitzpatrick had 50 attempts. Peyton Barber only has eight rushes for 33 yards. But, yeah, I'm all aboard. Uh, I believe in magic. I, uh, you know, this guy, is, he's been ridiculous. The beard is real. Yeah. The magic is there. Keep it, it rolling. Is. Let's see what the Bucks do this week. Now. Um, Steelers. They're good. Um, Pretty good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say they're, they're good. But. Uh, they're pretty good, fantasy-wise. Yeah, fantasy wise they are, but they needed to win this game. Oh yeah, they they couldn't be o two and one, uh, going into going against Baltimore next weekend. Ben Roethlisberger on the road, impressed on Monday night, thirty yeah. of thirty eight, three hundred fifty three yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Mind you, most of this was all in the first half because right. the Steelers didn't score after the first half. Yeah, they were up thirty to ten going into the half. Yeah, they were. Um, James Conner, fifteen rushes. 61 yards, and he catches five passes for 34 yards. Doesn't find the end zone. I mean, like I said, I've been saying this. James Conner, D'Angelo Williams, they're not Le'Veon Bell. They will get you fancy success. You know, James Conner, since that 31-point week, which he looks like, you know, who the hell needs Le'Veon Bell, right? I got James Conner. <laughs> has been digressing um, every week. single week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like he's going to have good games as long as he's a starting running back. But Yeah, he had some flashes at the end of the game where they needed to run the ball. He had some good runs in there. Um, but nothing crazy, nothing. He got five receptions. That's, that's pretty good. Nothing but, really to show for it. But In the receiving game, Juju Smith-Schuster has been consistently good. Juju Smith-Schuster, I believe, is Big Ben's new favorite target. He might be. After the shit that Antonio Brown's been pulling... Yeah, but A.B. is still nasty. Six receptions, 50 yards. Well, yeah, he is, nice obviously. Yeah, and Antonio Brown's still the best wide receiver in the league, maybe. Or, like, in the conversation. You know, it's debatable. But, um... Is Vance McDonald the best tight end in the league? No. Well, he had four receptions, 112 uh, yards. What I'm, saying, what I'm saying is, Big Ben's probably less inclined to throw to Antonio Brown, considering all the shit that he's been talking. Uh, uh, I don't think that matters. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Smith, Smith and you got good, they're playing football games. They got guys on the field. If he's open, he's going to give it to him. But Juju's just been that guy to get open, yeah, he's been get yards after the catch. In those slant routes, he's just always there to, to dump it to and get the yardage afterwards. They were showing last night on ESPN that um, Juju Smith-Schuster's percentages out of the slant, out of the slot is um, higher than it was last year, and Big Ben likes him out mm. of the slot, which is why it's, you know, Showing in great fantasy totals. Have you guys? Did you guys see McDonald's touchdown? I did no. not. 
He stiff-armed the fuck out of the box. Really? That was the only reason it was a 75-yard touchdown. Well, I got to find him. it for you, but... Good for him, because the number one tight end, Jesse James, only had one catch for seven yards. So... Case in point, why you can't trust tight ends besides Gronk. Yeah. <laughs> or Kelsey. Or Travis Kelsey with Patty Mahomes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Steelers over the Bucks. Who'd we pick? Uh, we all picked Tampa Bay, except you, Glenn. We all did. Oh, mm. except Glenn. Glenn picked Pittsburgh. Mm. Ain't that but something. with that, that puts a wrap on... The recap. On the recap. So now... Now... Let's move... On... To... Stellar... Stars... Of... The Week. The Week. Stellar Stars of the Week. Brought to you by... Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man can't. Oh, what the fuck? That's right. Stellar Stars of the Week. We love this segment. <laughs> we talk about the plays that outperformed people... Possibly in the bedroom. That's why we have a, such a sponsor like this. Yep. Um, players that... Definitely just, a real sponsor, by the way. Just exploded, erupted, sensually. Climaxed. Climaxed mm. that week. You know... <laughs> hey, here, oh, here's the stiff arm, by the way. Ooh! See that? Get the f- He said, the fuck off me, pussy. It looked better from the other angle, but it was good. It was a good stiff arm. That was... Uh... That's good. good. Stellar stars of the week. Yes. Um, Sorry about that. I'm going to start off. My stellar star of the week was none other than all day Adrian Peterson of the Washington Redskins. This man has still got it. This man is running hard. He's running real hard. This week, he ran hard against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Real hard. Real hard. So hard. So hard. I'm sorry. I'm hard. Thinking about Adrian Peterson being so hard. You Damn. can see why the sponsor is what it is at this point. Yeah. Honestly. Adrian Peterson goes for 24 fantasy points and half point PPR. 120 yards on the ground. Two touchdowns. He's it's, the man. If you feed Adrian Peterson, good things are going to happen. And yeah. I believe that with this Redskins offense, with Alex Smith, Adrian Peterson, when they control the games... And they get AP the touches yeah. that he wants and gets. AP is going to make you pay. I think that's what it might have to come down to is this kind of game script. Because we saw him go like 10 or 11 for 20 last week. So, But the Redskins had the had the game, had the Packers by the balls. Mm. And that's where Peterson loves to feast is the balls. Mm. So <laughs> so great pick. He was, he was amazing this week. Um, Mason, who do you got? I got Calvin Ridley. Woo! Calvin Ridley, man. Is that just because he's on your team? No. I mean, l- listen, man. Well, he is on my team, but he was also on my bench. So I kind of want to die that I didn't start him. But, yeah, uh, it feels bad, man. I mean, really, seven receptions, 146 yards, three touchdowns. When you oh. have to take one of the best corners in in uh, Lattimore and have him put on to you, in in the game, like they switched him off of Julio Jones on the Calvin Ridley because oh, Calvin Ridley was having such a day. I mean, day. I, I would too because you know, once he got one touchdown, that's two touchdowns. Like, all right, I guess this guy's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, well, plus Julio Jones. I mean, you don't have to worry about him. Yeah, right well, once so. once <laughs> I get past the twenty yard line, you can just stop covering Julio Jones. Yeah, because Matt Ryan's not gonna look his way. Yeah, so but I mean, what a game, man! Like, yeah, have a day, have a day, my man. And who knows? Uh, I mean, this is what he was. I mean, obviously. He was project- He was a good co- uh, yeah. wide receiver in college, so he was drafted very high. Uh, so, I mean, this probably won't come as a surprise to people who have put their faith in him. 
But uh, maybe, who knows? Potentially, Calvin Ridley could be on the uptrend. Yeah, I think he is solidified in that wide receiver two role for the Falcons. I mean, Mobison actually caught a touchdown in that mm. game. but I didn't even know he was still on that team. Yeah, he's still there, but he's, still he's, there. he's irrelevant. Mm. Calvin Ridley, watch out. Watch out. Watch out. I don't know if I'd start him, though. Would you start him this week? Um... I don't. I actually have to make that decision because Christian McCaffrey's on by, so I'm, Ooh, I have to buy weeks. Watch out. Check have to figure out who I want to start as my flex. So, who's your stellar star? My stellar star is someone who loves the TDs. TDs, okay? big TD guy. Big TD guy. So big of a TD guy. He likes to grab him with the arm, and sometimes he loves to run face first in him. Oh, and that's Drew Brees. This guy, Brees. Oh, him. man. Loves those TDs. He threw for three touchdowns, almost 400 yards. It was 396. Almost 400 yards, and he ran for two touchdowns. He dove head first in those TDs. Um, the ground was rumbling and vibrating as he was spinning off that guy. Did you see the spin? We all saw the I spin. Saw the spin. We all saw I saw the spin. It was, made him look foolish. Made him look foolish. That guy who tried to tackle Drew Brees, just quit. Quit football. Quit football. <laughs> you were embarrassed. <laughs> um, Close app. Uninstall game. Throw it out the window. That's all-time rock bottom for that guy. But Drew Brees, either 39 or 40 years old. Still looking great. Still a stud. Um, just an amazing game. If you started him, which you should have, then he probably won you your week. Yeah. Um, Drew Brees is going to keep doing it. Well, he's not going to keep rushing for two touchdowns, but he's going to keep being nasty because this defense isn't looking that great, and yeah. that's what you want to see from fantasy. That's what you want. Drew Brees. That's been Stellar Stars of the Week, brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. They finished the job that your man started. Wow. Um, yeah, so we're going to do, actually, a little Thursday night preview. Because by the time next time we record this podcast, it might be after the Thursday night game. It might be during the Thursday night game. We don't know yet. Who fucking knows? But um, True. Yeah, this Thursday night, the games get good. They do. They get great. Well, debatable. Thursday night games are never good. But. Oh, let me tell oh, you. Come on, Mason. Let me tell you this Thursday night game, Mason. Let me tell you if it's going to be good or not. Right, hit me with it. The fucking Vikings are going up against the L.A. Rams. That's a good matchup. Yeah. Guarantee going to be a shit game, though. Fuck you. All right, because <laughs> the Bengals and Ravens had a great game. The Browns and Jets had a great game. How Mason. can you not say that wasn't the best game of the week? Come on, Mason. You can change your mind. <laughs> the drama, Baker Mayfield. And the Browns trying to get a win. Yeah, but it's not like two teams playing good football. Thursday night football is good. No. Fuck what Mason says. It is not. <laughs> it is good. And this Thursday, Thursday it's going to be good. Thursday night football sucks. Jeez. Just All right, put an extra game, game at On the Rams side of the ball. Thursday night. Start, Start your engines. Everybody. Regardless, regardless that they're going up against Minnesota's defense. You have to do it. Now, let's see. These guys, they might not, you know, Robert. I'm not going to say Robert Woods is going to get 10 receptions, 100 yards, two touchdowns, because they're going up against good defense. Todd Gurley, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Might be contained against this defense. But that doesn't mean you're not going to start him. Does any defense in the league scare you to where you're not going to start someone on the Rams' offense? Girl, uh, no. Not Gurley. Goff. I wouldn't start the court, Jared Goff against anyone. Um, I, would, I wouldn't want him in against this Against anybody? Against anyone? I wouldn't start him against... Everyone. I'm with you. I don't. I don't feel <laughs> comfortable starting him against yeah. them. The He's Vikings. not matchup proof. Vikings, Jaguars. I, I just wouldn't feel comfortable with Jared Goff. We've seen this last year where he has good games, but other matchups like 13 points, 10 points. Gurley, you have to. Cooks, you have to. Yeah, Cook. You know what? Cooks is a. Uh, 
Who's a very good so far in He's Los been Angeles? those yards. He's They've been all great. been good. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, all yeah. been consistent. Um, I personally don't have a problem with you starting Jared Goff against the Vikings D. You should just see what Josh Allen did to the Vikings D. Fluke. I'm telling fluke. you. Fluke or not. Capital F. That could have been a fluke. Josh Allen doesn't have the weapons that Jared Goff has in his very, offense. Very true. Mm. I'm going to say this week, Jared Goff grabs the Vikings by their horns. Oh. On the helmet. Horny. Horns on the helmet. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he bends, over, bends them over and spanks them. On the other side of the ball, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's kind of the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. even though, especially the Rams, if they don't have Peters and Aqib Tlaib, mm-hmm. um, yeah. may, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting Dalvin Cook, possibly. He might, because, he might be playing. He might be playing. Because Los, Los Angeles' defensive line is so good that I think even a team with a with a good offensive line would have trouble against them. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook this year so far hasn't shown anything special. Mason, what if you drafted him in the back of the first round? Dalvin Cook? Yeah. Sucks. Sorry, yeah. bud. I'm sitting you this week. Even if you don't have any great options? On bye week, Mason? What if you have Christian McCaffrey on bye? Yeah. Well, I mean, then, yeah, obviously start him. But, I mean, like... Hmm. Would like, you take Murray over Cook if Cook plays? No. You don't want I wouldn't want to First of all, let's talk about that for a second. Because Murray... Did start when Cook didn't play, and he yeah. didn't do shit last week. It was that other guy, the guy I don't even know his name. He got more carries and yards. I honestly don't remember looking at that part of it. Well, was it CJ Ham? Let's look at it. Oh, I think yeah, I think it was Ham. Let's see. Yeah. Ham. We had Sharice before the podcast. Didn't we, didn't we preview this game? Yeah, I mean, no, it was yeah, we looked at it. It was uh, Aaron Boone. It was so bad <laughs> that we didn't Boone. even <laughs> talk. All right. Well, first of all. It was a bad sample size because the Vikings aren't going to run the ball and they're getting fucking blown out by the Bills. Yeah, that was you can't even look at that. That's why we didn't talk about it. But, no, um, I agree with you, Mason. In the running game, it's tough. It's scary, yeah. Like, wide receivers-wise, I think, and obviously yeah, you gotta uh, start Kyle Rudolph. you got to start, start all your guys. Rudolph, but. Diggs, the potential's too high. Now, for Kirk Cousins, do you feel the same way about Jared Goff, Susan? Would you start him against the Rams D? Because I think the Rams D is better than um, the Vikings D. It was. But the, like we said, the corners not looking good. Probably not going to play both both of them. Um, I wouldn't have a problem starting Cousins. So you'd rather start Kirk Cousins over Jared Goff in this game? Yes, and I I agree with that. I am putting not money, but I'm putting my mouth that Kirk Cousins is going to have a better game than Jared Goff. Let's do a hashtag bet on that. I'll do a hashtag bet on that too. I'm with Souza. All right, I'm going to say Jared Goff has a better fantasy day than Kirk Cousins Thursday night. Okay. And you guys say. What? Fantasy wise, right? You said? Yeah. Yeah. And Kirk Fantasy, Cousins, Kirk have, a Cousins have a better game than Jared Goff. Fantasy day than Joff. Make yeah. it a hashtag bet. Hashtag, hashtag bet. bet. We, just, we just shook on it. With our, with our right hand. Next episode, we'll dish out a punishment. Yeah. For the loser. Or losers. 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 Loser. All right. <laughs> a little more time left as we wrap up this podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things here in a little segment we're going to call Better or Worse. Mason, I ask you the question. Question everybody's been wanting to hear you talking about. Mm-hmm. Here we go, baby. Mm-hmm. The Patriots, in, in the whole, as a football team, for the rest of the season, are they going to be better? Or are they going to be worse? Um. Okay, well, for the rest of the season, they'll be better. Um. However, that being said, re- like this is a relative thing for the Patriots because... Okay, yeah, they look like shit, but they're still the Patriots. They're not gonna go five and eleven 
or something like that. They're still probably going to win the division. They'll probably play on wild card weekend, and they'll probably get knocked. They honestly, this year, they might get knocked out in the divisional round. Mm. Okay, I'll take. Um, but the thing, the thing about the Patriots is, is that I have no faith in their defense. Their offense, fine. You want to give me their offense will be better. I agree with that. It's not, there's no way it's going to be as bad as it was this past week. They get Edelman back, mm. okay, which is he, see even even then you're getting Edelman back off of an ACL, and he can't do steroids anymore. <laughs> yeah, but the guy's had a fucking year and a half, and he's also 32, so he's not young. But it, he's white boys be crazy, guys. We're talking about fucking Tom Brady here. Yeah, I understand that. And this is the worst wide receiver core that Tom Brady has had ever. In three weeks. Well, for the first three weeks, yes. In three weeks. For the rest of the season, Gronk, Kush Gordon, Julian Edelman. Yeah, you don't know how Josh Gordon's going to look in this system. We don't know. But on paper, as a lot of people like to say, on paper, it looks Mm. good. You add these three guys to the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady, who doesn't look like the greatest quarterback of all time. He doesn't look like the greatest quarterback in the league right now. No. I just listen. The Patriots can't get out of their own way right now. Um, for whatever reason it may be, you got you got Tom Brady. Call, there's there's a lot of dissent in that locker room. I think from Bill Belichick. I don't know if Bill Belichick. I think he I smells. People don't want to stand next to him. No. Oh. He said dissent. He said scent. Yeah, he the, said dissent. Yeah, the dis- scent. The scent oh of God. Bill Belichick. Whatever. Dis bad scent. No, Shut the, up. No dissent. Like the like, duh. Dustin. Yeah, oh, Dustin. Like, like the rules. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but... Uh, he smells. Anyway. Um, like cheese. Will you stop? Okay. All right, so you got Brady calling out the coaches after the game, saying that uh, they need to get James White more in the game because he's one of their best players, which he uh, just literally took a nice fat dump on Sony Michelle. Fucking yeah. Damn, he um, said that? Gronk. After Robert Kraft during the during the off season, uh, like he was so strong in denying that the Patriots shopped Rob Gronkowski, and then someone asked him after the game, um, "Did it happen?" Like about the trade, and Gronk was like, "Yeah, it happened." So it's like that never happens ever, yeah. and I just, I just think from like a roster standpoint, regardless of what's going on off field situations, the the roster just isn't good. If you look at that defense, they've been getting gashed by the run. They can't cover anything. Mm. Their linebacking core is one of the worst in the league, and it's not even close. I mean, there is just nothing really positive on that defense to look at. I mean, you have flashes on the D-line, I guess, but like I said, they're still getting gashed by running backs. They gave up 100 fucking rushing yards to carry on Johnson. Carry on my wayward son. It's good. Yeah, but also, it's it's the the Lions were a team that could not do yeah. anything. They didn't the first two weeks of the season. Pass didn't have a lead last game. The all. Patriots have lost by double digits for the first time in consecutive games for the first time since two thousand two. All right, so all this negative that you're saying to me. Oh, and they punted. They went three and out three times in a row. First time since Bill Belichick's been coach. All this negative energy I'm getting from talking about the Patriots. Yeah, you think they're going to be better? Technically, yes. More, more of the fact that you gotta believe Brady and Belichick will be better, I guess. Mm. Because it's not even that they the they aren't playing well. I just don't think they have the talent. Mm. 
They don't have playmakers on defense. I mean... You have Stephon Gilmore. That's your best player. That's it. Dante Hightower looks slow. If, like, you're, if you're Tom Brady... He looks yeah. awful. If you're Tom Brady, do you fucking blame him for being upset? No. The guy's fucking 50 years old. <laughs> oh, come on. And he hasn't had any good weapons around him. Like that, the Patriots have actually have gone out and got besides Randy Moss and his whole career in, the, in, in New England. Well, you know what Tom Brady's smelling? Yes. He can, he can smell that Kush in the back of the locker room. You watch. Oh, up. it's not in the back of the locker room. Josh Gordon has a locker <laughs> yeah, right on sure, the side of him. I'm pretty sure he had a fucking jewel in his pocket on the sideline. I think. Well, I think for fantasy it'll, it'll be good. I think the offense will get better. Defense is bad. So what? Brady gets the ball more. He's got to throw it more. I'm on board with the Patriots' offense, fantasy wise. But you're right. They're probably not going to go far in the playoffs. No. All right. Moving on. Mason. Yes. Souza. Here's a question. Yes. Better or worse? The Cleveland Browns. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'll keep it short and sweet. Better. Mm. Because Tyron's not the quarterback anymore. You got to get him out of there. And unfortunately, I had to come down to a hit that knocked him out. Mm, well, sucks. not out cold, but Real got him piece. concussed. Um... As soon as Baker Mayfield came to the game on Thursday night, right before the half, the crowd, the Cleveland crowd was into it. They were fired up. Baker Mayfield, first down, first down. The crowd was going crazy after every completion. They were driving down the field. Um, and they took over that entire game. Baker Mayfield took over that entire game. Got the win. First win since 2016. It's, it was a huge momentum swing for the Browns as the franchise and organization. The players are probably... The players are amped that they have a, co- a competent quarterback who can get the job done. Um, they have Antonio Callaway, a, a rookie who had a rapport with Baker Mayfield in the preseason. Um, Njoku, great tight end, great talent that Baker Mayfield can definitely exploit. Jarvis Landry's good. He's going to he's gonna be there catching receptions, 10 receptions every week and do something after the catch. Carlos High, he we show he showed us on Thursday that he is a great. good running back. This yeah. is the best the Browns have looked on offense in a long time, and their defense has been phenomenal yeah. lately. Miles Garrett off that line has been an animal. I'll tell you the number one thing that concerns me with the Browns, and it's not their offense, it's not the players that they have. Is it that they're the Browns? It's well, yeah, that, <laughs> and I mean, but also their coaching, because Hugh Jackson is a dope. Klein, would you rather have Hugh Jackson or Jason Garrett? Um, Hugh Jackson. Wow. Because he doesn't fucking clap on the sidelines. It's like, like it's like trying to pick between. No, but he looks dumb but the thing it's is, like trying to pick between right. cancer and AIDS. All right. The thing is, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna no no no. That, oh, that's a bad comparison. That's not a bad because comparison. the thing is, Hugh Jackson. I honestly do not believe he is as bad as you say he is. Oh no, he's bad. It, he shouldn't have a job because you know the Browns won one game in two years, which is bad. But you look at the team and the squad of guys that the Cleveland Browns had with Hugh Jackson. I don't blame Hugh Jackson for the mishaps of the Cleveland Browns. They just weren't good. Yeah, kickers missing field. Hugh Jackson. That's the thing. If Cleveland had a kicker, they'd be three and zero right now, and Hugh Jackson would be in the running for Coach of the Year. That's a good point. I know. That's the thing. I don't blame Hugh Jackson. I blame you know the team that they had. They never. They didn't have a quarterback. Now. It's so a Baker Mayfield era. You went and spent the number one draft pick overall yeah. on Baker Mayfield. He comes in, gets the Cleveland Browns a win, and it looks like it's going to get better, Sousa. And I believe um, they had the third pick, too. I think they got a, a corner, a rookie corner, I think. 
He had a defensive player. He's a fourth pick. Fourth pick? Yeah, yeah it was um, he's, he's been making plays, too, on defense. The defense looks good. The offense, best weapons they've had in a while. Looking good with Baker at the helm. Browns are going to be better. Going to be better. Glenn. Yes. You're on deck. Oh, shit. And it's personal. Yeah, it is personal. Are the Cowboys going to be better or worse? My honest opinion about these Dallas Cowboys, you asked me if they're going to be better or worse. That's right. They are going to be worse. I felt that. It saddens me. It saddens me. As a diehard Cowboys fan, this Cowboys team is going to be worse as the season goes on. And I'm going to tell you why. They have an incompetent head coach. The play calling is awful. You have one of the most talented running backs in the whole league, and he's getting less than 20 touches a game. Less than 20 touches a game. You don't re-sign Des Bryant, a playmaker on offense. Instead, you get Alan Hearns added to a subpar wide receiving core. Dak Prescott, although as a safe quarterback, I believe in Dak. I believe he can get better. With age and with time, does not have the weapons to throw down the field. It's just bad. It's just bad. When you stop Zeke, then you're forcing Dak to throw the football. When the Cowboys get behind in games, it's going to be ugly. And the thing is, with the rest of the season, the schedule that they have, they face great teams throughout the year. Mm-hmm. When they get behind two-plus scores, the game plan changes. They forced to force you to put the ball in Dak's hands. Dak doesn't take chances down the field to his guys because I don't blame him. He doesn't trust them. Yeah. Who can you trust on the Cowboys wide receiving core? No one. That's it. Alan I mean, Hurts Cole, looked like a bust. I believe the most trust he has in Cole Beasley, but Cole Beasley's not a guy who's going to go up and aggressive catch you yeah. know, between two Cole guys. Cole Beasley's definitely like a slot guy who can, yeah. who can give you those little short yardage catches and move the chains. It's but. just bad. Something for the, for the Dallas Cowboys to get better. Something has to change, whether it's the game managing, the play calling, because Dak can be deadly with the read option. Dak can be deadly when the Cowboys have a lead, if he's making his passes and his throws. The Cowboys' offense can be deadly if the O-line is healthy and Zeke is running. From a fantasy standpoint, Zeke Elliott's going to get better. He's going to get in the end zone. He's gonna, he should get the ball more. You know. Um, but until they do something, make a trade for a playmaking wide receiver, Resign Des Bryant. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But the Cowboys are not going to be better. They're going to get worse. Got rid of Dan Bailey. Yeah, you had to bring that, that up. That's where it started. You had to bring right. they got a They got to focus around Zeke because that's what they got on offense. I, they should try to work and, and that's the thing. Game. That's the difference between good teams and mediocre teams. You look at the L.A. Rams and Sean McVay. Their whole offense mm. revolves around Todd Gurley. If Todd Gurley isn't getting the ball on either a rush or a catch, they're doing run action plays for him. They're getting they're they're making the defense think that Todd Gurley's getting the ball even though he's not. And then that opens up everything else. And Jared Goff is making these throws. Dak hasn't made the throws. And he doesn't have anybody to throw to. It's just bad. It's bad from a GM standpoint. It's bad from a coaching standpoint. And it's bad from a player standpoint because these guys aren't executing. I think a, a, a one key difference, I mean, you look at Carson Palmer with David Johnson. Focused around him, great, uh, great season. Uh, Rams with Jer- uh, Rams with Todd Gurley. Those are both cat pass catcher running backs. Zeke doesn't do that, and I think they gotta try to incorporate. The him. thing is, Zeke has 
all the ability in the world to do that, but they don't do it. And I, and that's, that and that yeah, just says something. Say, it's like running into a brick wall because once you know that the Cowboys are going to run, all you have to do is load the box. That's it. And that's literally that's it. it. And the thing is, I mean, the thing is, in games where you know that the Cowboys can control, where it's tied or they have a lead, they've proven to be good, like they did in Week Two against the Giants. They controlled most of that game. The defense, I'm not worried about the defense for the Cowboys. Defense, defensive line, in my opinion, is top five in the league. Secondary is a little suspect, but I mean the defensive line's been great. The defense isn't my worry. It's the offense has looked horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Yeah, their offense does not look good. It and and the thing is, I don't see it getting better unless one, Dak, Dak Prescott starts taking more chances down the field, gaining more confidence with this wide receiving core, or two, they change up the play calling and do something else. But it is not going to get better for the Dallas Cowboys. Mason, a shaky confident. Um, I'm sorry, a shaky better for the Patriots. Myself, a confident better for the Browns, and Glenn, a definitive worse for the Cowboys. A saddened worse. That will a disappointed uh, worse. Sum up our better or worse segment for the episode. Yeah. So with that, uh, the week three recap comes to a close, gentlemen. Any closing thoughts? Yeah. I, I can't mean, believe it's week four, bro. Yeah, I know. After this week, yeah. a fucking quarter of the season's gone by. Gone. That's crazy. See ya. The weather's getting colder. Yep. My balls are starting to shrivel up a little more because, yep. you know, the temperatures. Susan still hasn't found his other testicle. Nope. Yeah. Have you ever seen a shrunken testicle sack with one testicle in it? It's not a pretty sight. I do not want to see that. <laughs> I'll take a picture of you. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but no, we'll be back later this week to preview the rest of week four. And uh, until then, we will see your ass later. Hold on. You tell them where to follow. They know oh, Yeah, we always do this, though. You're going to put it at the end of every episode, Glenn. Wasn't there someone listening to this episode that didn't listen to last week, so the week before? That's true. It happens. Follow us on Twitter at StellarCeller2. That is the number two after StellarCeller. Follow us on Instagram at StellarCellerPod. You can see great pictures posted from the big games of the week. Also, uh, maybe a little something with us once in a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, the tweets, if you want to see how Mason gets exposed every week. Besides last week, I mean, the people voted, Mason. Congratulations. Thank you. Andy Dalton. It's thank you very good. much. Just want to thank the people for having my back. Still early, appreciate you, it. You can pull through in fantasy court. I believe it. Yeah. Pretty soon we'll get a Snapchat up and running, Mason. That'll be all yours. Great. Um, <laughs> Great. But until then, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see your ass later. And guys, let's get the fuck out. Bye of bye. Here. <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me? I knew you were gonna cut me off. I, I didn't say. I wasn't it. gonna cut you off. I saw your hand hovering over the. All right. Say what you need to say. Okay. Bye bye. Guys, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. You know the most low effort costumes are is when Pete, when you like look at summer or summer when you look at like college Halloween parties and some dude just shows up in like a fucking jersey like. You're doing fucking dressed up, bro. Yeah, look at me, dude. I'm going Hayward. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Chad will show up like that. I feel like he definitely <laughs> will. I'm going to say, Chad, get the fuck out. I'm going Hayward. I'm fucking dude. going Hayward, dude. Look at my hair. I'll be like, Chad, you're not going Hayward. He'll be like, nah, I'm Gordon Gayward. Then I'll let him in. I'm Gordon Gayward. I gotta say, I don't know what I want to be. Say something, Susan. Yo, 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 Willy Wonka in the house. Can you have that be your intro permanently now? <laughs> with, with no context. Junior. Yo, 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 Willy Wonka, Wonka in the, in the house. house. When we finally get...
But we finally get big enough to like film it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> you're just gonna wear you're gonna wear a really long costume every episode. People are gonna realize, oh my god, it's gonna be wearing this every fucking episode. And then it's gonna be that guy, that streamer, uh, Doctor Disrespect. Oh, Doctor Disrespect, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, gonna. <laughs> this is gonna flash ads with a fucking golden ticket on the bottom on like a little banner. The golden ticket, I need that. Well, me and Glenn will be like, wrong. me and Glenn will. <laughs> I gotta get like a stack of it. And walk the bars too. Me and Glenn will be like, we'll be sitting, like the camera will be here. Me and Glenn will be like talking like this. We'll be talking. Susan will look at the camera and flash a golden ticket and then put it back in his pocket. <laughs> oh my god. Oh,